Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> of course, we've taken care of some pertinent business, Mr. Baker. <laughs> Good to see everyone. I think. Um, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun with my. Yeah, we, we're trying to synchronize with our new media director. <laughs> sorry, sir. Your school board has four of those. We have one. <laughs> well, I'm getting in trouble tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, good to see everyone. Uh, Mr. Uh, Brown has a meeting properly advertised. Yes, sir, and we do have a quorum present. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, let us stand now as we will have our prayer and our Pledge of Allegiance. Father, we thank you for allowing us to come here today at this time, at this hour, at this place. We ask now for your profound guidance, for your... Uh, knowledge and understanding as we go about the business of Liberty County Board of Commissioners. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and that you've allowed us to have a beautiful day and come this far. We pray for all those persons who are in need of whatever they're in need of, and we ask you just move by your mighty hand. And we ask you to bless these commissioners one by one, name by name. We do bless the presence of the chairman. Uh, Chairwoman Baker, who's with us today, and, and the entire Liberty County Board of Commissioners, as they prepare for the upcoming school year, that's a big job, moving into this new pandemic mode of operation. So we lift them up in prayer today that they, they will have a smooth year. Then God bless these county employees, all these persons who work for the service of others. Then God, we ask you to save us in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 <clears throat> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All righty. Proclamations, Mr. Brown, Small Minority Business Week. We do that first. And then, commissioners, if you will, we want to move up. Uh, do, 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 do the Liberty County Liberty Complex gym naming. So we, since we have a, a good representation of persons here, we'll get them in and get them out. We'll move that up um, under new business immediately after we do the proclamation. Is that all right with everybody? By consensus? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. Thank you. All right. Mr. Chairman, we, uh, this is a proclamation in support of Minority Small Business Week. Um, Mr. Brina New be the Chief Executive Officer of the Coastal Georgia Minority Chamber Asset. We consider that. Uh, whereas celebrating the Minority Small Business Week initiative through a proclamation and marketing campaign aims to raise awareness of the value of minority owned businesses in our community. And whereas many minority business owners share two common problems a lack of support and decreasing visibility. And whereas historically many of Georgia's minority owned businesses have been financially unable to withstand damage to include those long established. And whereas the Liberty County Minority Small Business Week initiative is a two-part project that begins with a proclamation and includes encouraging shopping in Heinzel's minority-owned business community during the week of Juneteenth. And whereas Coastal Georgia Minority Chamber has proclaimed June 13th through 21st, 2020, this proclamation will assist with engaging and supporting minority businesses on a better scale within the County of Liberty. Therefore, I, Donald L. Lovett, Chairman of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners, do hereby proclaim June 13th through 21st, 2020, as Small Minority Business Week in Liberty County, and urge all residents to acknowledge and celebrate the achievements made by our local small minority businesses. In witness thereof, I have 
hereunto set my hand and cause the seal of Liberty County Commissioners to be affixed this 18th day of June in the year of our Lord, 2020. Okay. I will sign that. Uh, commissioners, let's, let's um, vote on this to make an official part of our, our meeting. So can we have a motion to accept the... Uh, so is there second. A second. Motion and a second. We accept the proclamation for Minority Small Business Week in Liberty County. Any further discussion? They've been done. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Those opposed? All right. The proclamation will be signed and approved as presented. Thank you, sir. Um, some, I forget the amount of time. Some time ago, there was a discussion in Liberty County, I guess when we were doing the, uh, Mr. Brown, the um, auditorium at the complex. Uh, there was discussion about naming the gymnasium. And uh, even, even uh, at that time, there was a consensus among the group about that naming process. So we're here today to discuss that, and we're happy to have uh, Commissioner Stevens from that district here, as well as some of the uh, persons who were uh, involved intricately with uh, the late Mr. Sam Harrison. I think I saw his son, did I not? Both of them. Both of uh, the sons here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go on while I'm thinking about it, give a, uh, lack of a better word, shout out to your mother, late Miss Gladys Harris, who taught me back in school. And back you. In school. And you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know you learned something that time. So. <laughs> I learned something <laughs> Well, you, actually, he taught me too. He taught me biology. He taught me too. He taught me too. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to allow um, uh, Commissioner Stevens, you would do the opening, and then uh, who's the spokesperson from the from the group, Mr. Baker, is that you? So, all right, if you will follow Commissioner Stevens, we'll appreciate that. First of all, I want to say to the Board of Commissioners, thanks for <clears throat> keeping this issue in, in the forefront. And it kind of slipped side the road, but then thanks to Mr. Baker, uh, we got reminded and I had a little conversation with him and I said, uh, it will go on the agenda here we are today, Mr. Harris was a dear good friend of mine. We did a lot of things together. Uh, he was also one of my biology teachers. Uh, he didn't teach me how to play basketball, Gary. I see you looking. <laughs> but anyway, uh, as we travel up and down the road, we look at the old gym and my thoughts, with, along with Mr. Baker, yes, the gym is not completed. We have invested in Preserving what was there by putting on a what 300 and Mr. Brown, what was the price of the roof? About 350. About 350 thousand dollars in the roof to preserve what's left. So we're at a point where we can't and we should not turn around. And we're also at a point we need to give this gym a name that's well deserved in Liberty County, who has also did basketball uh, teaching and everything else down at the old, real Liberty High School campus. Real. The real Liberty High School campus. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's just my thought, and I stand behind it, and I think this board stand behind it, and the families out there stand behind it. So, Mr. Baker, would you? Come to the podium, please, sir, and state your name for the matter of record. Good evening. My name is uh, Henry C. Baker, Jr., and I'm the vice president of the combined Liberty County uh, Committee. And uh, I was asked to speak on behalf of Coach Harris. First of all, I want to thank all of you commissioners for the job that you do. 
And I want to thank you for letting me speak just a few minutes about my former coach, Mr. Harris. I'm here this evening to ask your consideration in naming the gym at Midway Complex in honor of Mr. Sam Harris. Mr. Harris was known for his infectious smile, always smiling. I've never seen him mad a day in his life. Uh, he had a big grin and wisdom. He taught at the old Liberty County High in Bradwell for a total of 35 years. Mr. Harris was a teacher, he was a coach, he was assistant principal at Bradwell. Mr. Harris was a dedicated educator. Uh, he lived in the uh, Midway community, but he was also a Liberty County community leader. He served as a committed church member at the Midway Congregational Church. He was a board member with the Liberty County Hospital Authority for many years, and also the Liberty County Election Board, where he served as vice president. After retiring from the Liberty County school system, Mr. Harris served for 25 years as the hearing officer. Mr. Harris had many, many accomplishments, and I won't name all of them, but I, I'd like to mention just a few. Number one, in 1965, he won the first boys basketball state championship for the county, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was preparing for this and talking to some of my friends, in 66, the second year, he took his team to the Final Four and his team finished third in the state that year. Not only that, the next year, we went back to the Final Four again, and we finished fourth. And that's some of the things that I didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. Going to the Final Four in the state is really a remarkable, remarkable feat, and he did that. Uh, he received several awards in recognition of officiating high school sports from the Hinesville Officials Association, where he served as vice president for 25 years. He was honored in 2012 by the state of Georgia Officials Association for 50 years of service, and he was inducted in 2004 to the first class of the Hall of Fame in Liberty County. He also served on that executive board, the executive director's board for many years. Mr. Harris moved to Liberty County in 1963, and he served his community as an educator, a coach, community leader for over 50 years. He was indeed a man that demonstrated exemplary educational leadership and service to the community of Liberty County. He is most deserving of this honor. And again, I stand before you, if it wasn't for the pandemic, this room would have been crowded today for people that wanted to come support this effort. But uh, have his sons and their wives and my wife and daughter here, just a few of us, but it's many, many more people that would love to see this go. And I ask that you name the gym at the Midway Community Complex and out on Mr. Sam B. Harris. I thank you very much for your time. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> I'm gonna... And I do have some bullets 
for each of you commissioners uh, so you can remember what I said. <laughs> Mr. Brown. I need one for the, uh, for the dedication thing. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll pass. Mm -hmm. Chairman, I'd like to say something about Mr. Harris, Coach Harris. Have, we want to recognize him. He was about as fine a man you'll ever find in Liberty County. Even, not just Liberty County, all over. Coach Harris was, I've had him when I was in school, but uh, he was a good man. And we, he's going to be missed. He will be missed. And if we can do this simple thing, that'd be great. Thank you, sir. I would think it would be the Sam B. Harris Gymnasium. Gymnasium. Yeah. That's just mm -hmm. my thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's right. <clears throat> Is it Sam or Samuel? You want to Samuel. put Sam? Samuel. Samuel, Samuel, B. Samuel B. Harris, B. Harris right. Gymnasium. That's right. That's what I think uh, looking at Gary, we were one year apart. We we can truthfully say, if it wasn't up for Mr. Harris, a lot of kids would never finish school. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, was, I was talking about. <laughs> <my> <laughs> <friend's> <laughs> alive, he did a lot of. <laughs> he, he saved a lot of kids' school careers. He did. Yes, sir. I, I just want to echo what Commissioner Bowen has said, and of course, Commissioner Stevens. Um, Mr. Harris was um, a, a good friend of mine when Liberty County High was closed and the books and all had to be moved to Bradwell. Um, I, I took a little summer job helping move those books back into, and that's when I first ran into him. Mm -hmm. But um, of course, he was assistant principal over there, and Miss Gladys Harris was my teacher. And then later on, uh, when my oldest son Cody was out at Lewis Frazier, I guess Andre uh, was his coach out there with Heath Crane. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've known him a long time. I rabbit hunted with him, and then me and him and Samson Harris, I mean, uh, uh, Samson Alvin, we would always go down there. And, Plant sweet potatoes together, and he'd be right out there in the middle of it. That's he's, right. Uh, That's right. He is. He, he's a man that well deserving of this. Gary and I was talking about it the other day. He's uh, and Miss Harris. You know, we don't want to forget somebody that uh, behind him was her all the way. So, Amen. Uh, yes. 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 Absolutely. Just one other thing. Back in 1970, the first year of forced integration, uh -huh. uh, Mr. Harris, who was the in the fall of 70, when it was forced integration at the railroad track, he came to Hinesville, took to Bradwell. Exactly. And he coached um, uh, two years here. And then when it was consolidation, when it was just one school, he became principal. Right. And, and Donnell became the board coach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, yeah. But, you know, when I said in 70, when he came, it was some pretty trying times uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at, um, at Bradwell. Right. And um, but Mr. Harris, he, he, did, um, he did a lot for integration. I mean, he, he, he knew a lot of us that had went to Liberty. I only went there one year. But he did a good job of um, 
Keeping the ship steady. Keeping the ship steady. He did. Yeah, but it's so much other stuff. <laughs> yes. Mr. Baker, I did promise someone who shall remain nameless that I would make this mention this. I got a, did get one call yesterday. You don't have to tell me who it is. You know it is already. I already know. All right. <laughs> I, I did say, you know, they, they wanted to know if had there been in consideration for the gym at Liberty High School. <laughs> and I said everything I've heard has been the original Liberty kind of high school. So I said, but I will mention it. So you already well, okay. Yes. All right. I, got, I probably received And your recommendation is still the same? Yes, sir. All right. Very much so. All right. Well, I kept my word. Yes, sir. <laughs> I kept my word. All right. Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Would you like to just give the sons the opportunity, if they want to say anything? Just a few. Thank y'all so much. Thank uh -huh. you, Ms. Baker. Yeah. Right, we only need two minutes worth, guys. What's the name? <clears throat> One of us. Hey, sir. Protocol, so that's why I want Thank you, to sir. We appreciate that. You like your mama? Yeah, huh? <laughs> you like your mama? <laughs> Miss Protocol. I'm not a very smart man, but I do know how to use common sense. Um, Gary and I kind of have been in conversation, you know, about this um, event for several years. And I would just like to say on behalf of our family, you know, thank you. You know, you never really get to see the impact that a person has done until certain, as we say, trying times. And I've learned more about my father and more about so many other people that, you know, he had daily dealings with. Um, in talking with dad, he was always a very humble man. And even Gary and I first started talking and I approached dad, dad said, you know, I don't want to push the issue. He says, I did and I went where I was called to do what I felt that I was directed to do for the citizens of this county. So it's truly an honor. And I think it hopefully be something that will inspire the next generation of leaders and the next generation of people that put the needs of a society or a county before their own personal needs. And I would often ride by that gym and smile. I, I just remember sliding down the equipment room. We'd always slide <laughs> down there, and, and I'd watch all these different athletes and, and, and just people that would become community leaders. So it was an honor for myself and, and my brother to watch, to, to grow up and watch many of these young people, <laughs> first as students and now as stewards of this great community. So from behalf of all of us, we'd like to thank you. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And thank you for honoring our family. Thank you. Thank you, sir. They going down memory, bu memory boulevard we'll now. I wasn't a good basketball player like no Tony, yeah. so I had to figure out something. And always growing up around a football field or a basketball field, you know, basketball court, I said, well, you know, I'm not such a great athlete, but hey, who, who will collect I might can coach you a little bit. Okay, okay, all right. All right, let me bring you guys in. Bring you guys in. <laughs> uh, going down memory lane. <laughs>
Mr. Chair. Uh, Chair and Taylor, motion. Mr. Chair, before you make that motion, before we make this motion, I just want to say that <clears throat> to everyone out here, the gym is not completed. We want to make that clear. There's a lot of work still need to be done. But as I spoke with Mr. Baker, Chairman Levitt, a few of the other commissioners, <clears throat> that perhaps maybe we can go ahead with the naming of the gym. Maybe we might get some God bless contribution coming in to kind of speed the process up. So, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to say maybe Mr. Baker and myself, you, who other, we can all work together to see what, we, what avenues we can uh, open up to get some money coming in, because it's going to take money. Mm -hmm. So let's, this is just the beginning. Uh, Ready for motion? Ready for motion? So the motion is to I make the, name yeah. it in honor of Mr. Chair, I make a motion that we name the gym uh, at the Liberty County Complex, Mr. Samuel B. Harris. Second. second. So motion in the second times two that we <laughs> name the original Liberty County High's gym. Right. <laughs> the real Liberty County. Samuel B. Harris Gymnasium. Any further discussion? All in favor, let me know by raising your right hand, please. Any opposes? It is done, and it will be done, sir. It will be done, sir. Well deserved. At this time, the chair will allow you all to be excused. Okay. But you don't have to go. You can stay. <laughs> One more meeting, Ms. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Good to see you all, Harris boys. Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. Mr. Lacoste, let's get down to the good and dirty stuff now. We, we had to feel good stuff now. I, know, I don't know how you follow something like that, you know, especially with a, a budget adoption. Yeah. Um, I'm coming we, before you today. Do I need to go in public? Uh, no, this isn't the public hearing. This is just your, you adopting now what we had a public hearing on at your regular meeting. Yeah, yeah. So, no, there was no public hearing all right, today. All right, sir. Um, I'm just going to summarize for you quickly what we presented at your regular meeting um, so that you can formally adopt it. And I do have three resolutions that I'll need to read for the record. But let me just kind of summarize for you and highlight what we already have looked at. Um, our current budget for fiscal year 20 is 32.6 million. The proposed budget for fiscal year 21 will be 35.4 million. It's about an increase of almost 2.8 million, which is about an 8.5% increase. We've talked about the bulk of that being standing up a full-time fire department. That is probably the most significant piece of that increase. Um, you can see here uh, our revenues that we've got outlined, most specifically general property taxes, um, kind of budgeted to have an increase of 11%. We don't know if the digest will support that. Um, I believe everybody has probably received their assessment notices, so I believe probably sometime in August we'll be able to see the digest mm -hmm. um, and start working those number numbers to see if between the real growth and the reassessed growth that, that that digest will support this current budget at your current millage rate because that's not something we can guarantee at this time. Um, again, your biggest increases here, uh, dollar-wise anyway, are your salary and wages and your employee benefits. 
Um, and then also the capital outlay. Those again relate to the 18 firefighters that we intend on trying to bring on board this year and their benefits and some of the capital outlay required for those fire stations. Uh, new personnel, total new person or total personnel and salary uh, increase in benefits right now, 925,000 of that new personnel is 685. And then you do have the longevity in there of about 240,000. Uh, capital equipment, 620000 There is no COLA and there is no merit in this budget. And again, we'll continue to monitor the general fund revenues. When we get that digest, we'll look back and uh, we'll see how those other large revenue line items like fines and forfeitures, um, local option sales tax, tax, and some of those charges for services are tracking to see if we can tweak those at all. Um, Again, we've got to look at the real growth and the reassessed growth that we hope uh, is created in the digest. And then, again, this is our best recommendations at this time with the estimates that we have at this time. And once we get the digest and go through that millage rate process, you may need to revise your budget as you have in years past. Every year. <laughs> Every year. And that's all I have. Um, I do have a resolution to read for the general fund. Um, if you like, I can read it, and then you can have discussion and vote on it. If Please, ma'am. That's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, resolution of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners. Whereas the administrative staff of Liberty County has prepared and submitted to the governing authority of Liberty County a general operations budget for the year beginning July 1, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2021. And whereas the Board of Commissioners of Liberty County has studied and reviewed the prepared budget, it is considered in the best interest of Liberty County Board of Commissioners to adopt the budget. Therefore, be it resolved by the Board of Commissioners of Liberty County, Georgia, that the budget attached hereto and made a part hereof for the year beginning July 1, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2021 is approved. Thank you, ma'am. Any, any questions for Ms. McLaughlin? I don't have any. Is this on? It's on. Uh, it's on. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't have any questions, Chair, uh, but if, if you would um, allow me, I would like to make a, a comment. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I, uh, this year, um, I wasn't able to make any of the budget meetings. Um, you know, with my day job, I uh, taken on some extra regional duties. So I, every time we had a meeting, I, I wasn't here. I've, I've, um, past years, I did attend some of them, but I, I missed them all this year. And, uh, and I know uh, the budget process, and I know that uh, painstaking job, and, um, and we do everything we can. Mm -hmm. and, um, so that, there's no doubt in my mind, even though I wasn't here, that this budget, uh, a lot of time and effort went into it. But um, you know, we're we're in in trying times. Uh, you know, with this pandemic throughout the world, um, it's hit home, and um, you know, one thing that happens just about every year since I've been on the commission um, is the employees, our, our county employees. Um, and you can see the, the highlight on here again that's been on here several times. I think we, we were able to do something last year for the first time in a while. But when, when the note in red that said there's no COLA, 
or merit. And, uh, and I, I look at the budget, and when I was there uh, last week, and I took it home, that's the first time I got my budget book, and I looked at it, and um, you know, we got mandated services, we got essential services, and discretionary services. And again, I, I know the Finance Committee and this board did a great job of putting this budget together, but some, somewhere, I just wish that, um, that there was a consideration, I know it was considered, for the county employees. I mean, we, we got a great group of county employees, and it's kind of like, um, not, it's not an afterthought that they don't get merit or COLA or longevity, but um, I wish that, and I'm going to vote to approve the budget. I mean, I, you, you, we'll have my vote, but I just wish that it was some way that um, before we spend any of these funds, whether it's um, essential or um, discretionary, and then when you, we look at the line item for like $685,000 for new employees, and I know we have a fire plan. We've had one since I've been here. And um, that fire plan um, is, is going to bring in new employees. So we got X amount of employees now that we are not going to budget a pay increase for. Yet we're going to bring in new employees at over 600000 Now, um, and I know the fire plan is important, but when you look at it on this list, um, it's, where's fire, Kim? It's in essential. Essential. Mm -hmm. I, I can't think of anything that we do here being more essential <laughs> than these county employees. Um, I was talking to Eddie over the weekend, or, I mean, earlier this week, and I know that um, I have called Clinton Wells. Clinton and I have the same job, his with the county, mine with the city of Hinesville. And I have called Clinton on weekends when I get a phone call from Holmestown or Walthyville. And um, he, he could be in a tree stand, <laughs> whispering. He can barely talk, but he answers the phone because he's got me on his caller ID. And he would take that call and he would respond mm -hmm. as soon as he can. Um, and I know a, a lot of other county employees that answer that call all the time. And um, times are tough all over. Our employees um, deserve something. Um, so if, if we can't do anything for the ones that we have, it makes, to me, it makes bringing in brand new ones a little more difficult. Now, um, I, again, I know we have a fire plan, but um, I know what Clinton did today. I know what he did yesterday. I know what he would have did last night had I called him. Don't know um, <clears throat> what the fire situation was last night. And fire, is, it is essential. And we talked about that and we are going to fund that. Um, but I, I would wish that we would consider when we get these, this budget and we approve it, that before we bring in one additional employee, that we do everything we can to take care of the ones that we have here. Now, that's just my thought. Again, I wasn't here. I know it was a lot of hard work and dedication to put this budget together. And, and I appreciate the help that everyone did in my absence. But um, I know what it takes to run 
public works department, and I've been here. This is my 12th year. I got a pretty good idea of what it takes to run the county and its people. It's the hardworking, dedicated employees that we have. I've seen Joy Brown um, in the control room at EMA day and night. But, and we never had hurricanes in Little County, but we had them every year for the last couple of years. And he was right there at the command center. When the pandemic hit, Joey um, was right there at the, at the head. And, and I think the other cities even followed the county's lead when they didn't have to, when they didn't have to. So um, we know what we got in our employees. And I don't know if you um, want to consider any county employee from Jerry Johnson and the guys that do building and ground maintenance to Paul Zegman in building and licenses to Kim and finance. Um, I don't know if you had to put them on this, on this sheet. If you would consider them mandated. If you would consider them essential. Or you would consider them discretionary. But they need to be considered. And every year, more often than not, uh, and then three years from now, we'll try to play catch up and do something for them. But uh, for any county employee to not get something this year, I, I have gone to um, the Christmas luncheon that we have. And um, some kind of way, someone that I've never seen will walk up to me and shake my hand and say, thank you for the longevity, because they didn't know until the last minute. Yeah. I mean, they didn't know. So, you know, we, we put this together, and uh, every year we start out with a blank sheet. And if the first thing that we need to put on this blank sheet need to be the county employee. Let's start there, and let this other stuff fall in line behind that. Now, I'm, I'm not a fireman, and I'm not against the fire department. We got land, part of the plan, we're going to put up buildings, we're going to hop five trucks, do all this stuff. But uh, 685000 and then we got all of these county employees that's just going to have to take it on the chin. Have to take it on the chin because we couldn't find nothing for them. And uh, again, I'll close with this. I don't know if they mandate. I don't know if they accept it. I don't know if they're discretionary, but they need to be in here. And we can approve this, and I'll raise my hand first. I'll even make the motion. But I'll tell you this, before we spend any time, nipple or pen, starting July 1st, we need to make sure that we got something for them. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yes, I, I get the echo for the county employees and say thank you so much uh, for, for, the, for the comments because we've got a very dedicated staff and um, we do propose, the budget does propose to hire firefighters coming out of the chute. So I'm going to ask Kim off the cuff, and this is a way off the cuff, and she knows what I'm fixing to ask, is, uh, staggered. you know, w w I, I don't know whether we actually, I think we did probably produce at some point in time in the situation numbers related to COLA and or merit for employees, but it's probably something we could grab. Um, we we actually, this year, we did not even do those calculations. Um, I do appreciate those words. And every, 
every county employee who hears that will appreciate those mm -hmm. words because your employees are your most valuable asset. Mm -hmm. um, and we do support Mr. Brown and we do work <coughs> and do in, and support his efforts and, and Mr. Mosley. Um, this was the first year we did not even do the exercise of telling you what a COLA or a merit would be because we recognized the financial impact that the fire um, plan would have. And we also recognized that um, a year ago, July 1, we did finally get something after nine years of no merit. Now we've had a couple of colas, but, um, and, I, and I think we talked about this at the public hearing that it, it's, um, it's disheartening sometimes when you're not able to differentiate a great worker from an average worker because a cola um, moves the scale. So a, a COLA rewards everybody no matter what, um, but a merit actually uh, rewards that person who takes that call on a Saturday in a tree stand or sits at the EMA console through the hurricane. A COLA, I mean, a, a merit does stuff like that. Um, but again, I, I think we talked about this in the public hearing where I think especially in times right now with the pandemic and with the with the budget and recognizing that revenues slowed. Now, um, they didn't slow as much as we thought they were, they which did, was good news. That was good but they news. did slow, mm -hmm. and we're not sure what the next few months are going to be. And we cross our fingers that the digest will produce something mm -hmm. that will support your budget. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes to increase the millage rate. Nobody wants that. Um, but honestly, those words in and of themselves speak volumes um, and so I think all of the county employees who could hear that would be very appreciative I see Clint up there and I know he's he works late all the time yes, he does. He and his crew they, they can't even take vacation they got comp time they can't even take um, but yeah I, I recognize that and I hope next year or maybe when we get the digest um, if you want us to calculate what would that be beginning January 1 um, as you know, a lot of those elected official positions are going to receive um, increases by state legislator. So um, we can certainly go through that exercise when we get the digest and when we set the millage to at least give you an idea of mm -hmm. what a half a year would be and, and either do something merit or COLA based on evaluations. And, and that's something we could look at in a couple of months. Which is what, I, that was, that's what I was thinking as he was talking. Once we get the digest, we'll see just how much room we have. I, I think we have to be, thank you for your comments, uh, Commissioner. We have, we have to be committed to both because we are promised to people, and after having the study done, of course, that this is how we need to um, stand up our fire department. So that has to maintain, uh, has to be there as a priority. Uh, item as well as you right so our employees who keep us going day to day so both of them are vitally important to success of Liberty County uh, Mr. Chair Ms. Kim Joey thank you Commissioner Gillett for your input on that there's <clears throat> one thing I thought about when we were looking through the budget earlier with the amount of firefighters that we are planning on bringing on board <clears throat> We're not going to bring all of these firefighters on board one time. No. no. They're going to be on a graduating scale. Like I say, we couldn't reach out and find no. 18 firefighters right now. No way. So maybe that's an avenue that we could go back and possibly explore. Uh, will we get 10 firefighters by next year or whatever the case may be? And just look at it, and that could be 
some of the money that's possible that we, what, what we could do for the regular employees that's already employed. Mr. Chairman, I just had a question, and maybe you could get us those numbers since we didn't do it with during the um, budget hearings. Mm -hmm. We could get those numbers, and then when will you have the digest numbers? There um, about I November, December. Well, no, I, I anticipate being able to get some numbers hopefully by late August. Okay, um, I would assume because we've already gotten our assessments, and of course it'll depend on the the appeal numbers mm -hmm. as to when um, Miss Roberts can actually release numbers to us. Mm -hmm. um, so after that 45 days, and and the appeals process is um, over, and they have the appeals down to a certain uh, percentage, I think then they can release numbers to us. Mm -hmm. So I would hope that it would be sometime in August, even even maybe okay. early September, so that we can start looking at that. Well, that's something, and I appreciate his words and his comments, and uh, for all our employees, they do a great job, and there are a lot of them out there, but that go far and beyond, you know, the 40-hour week, and I so do appreciate that. But on the other hand, when you go back to the merit, mm -hmm. it seems, and, and I know we brought them up to scale, what, in July, mm -hmm. last year? Mm -hmm. So we brought everybody up to scale, now, so we need to kind of, we need to keep it going, mm -hmm. and not lag off mm -hmm. forever. How many years right. that we have to go back and make that up? Mm -hmm. So if we could look at that and bring them up, but it seems to me, and, and I don't understand it all, commissioners, but I try. But the the merit to me seems complicated than just giving a cola, and, and I don't want it to be that way because I think we need to give the merit. You can, um, but but it moves it up the scale, so it you, gets confused. You know, y'all can Mr. figure Brown that. And I have talked about this. We've we have actually talked about this on a good year, and it won't be this year, <laughs> because we've had some payments that were unbudgeted, like the the pension true up. But on a good year, if there's a if there's um, some money left in the budget, we have talked about distributing that money based on evaluations because if you did the evaluations and you set it up on a on a scale you know you can get a you can get rated between a one and a five and if you did those and you you came together and you had the numbers in each of those buckets you could calculate algebraically what each of those buckets would represent if you had the total amount of money that you could disperse um, and I know we even may and I don't mean to cut you off but I know we we even I thought we looked at a different way other than a scale, but then we, somebody did a study or analysis and said the scale is the best way. But mm -hmm. if you give you, the guy you can call on the weekend and he answers his phone, well, you may have five others that don't answer their phone. So what are you going to do with him? You're going to give them all a no, merit? Well that, no, that, that's that, a, that get, no, that's a that's what you're talking about. Is yes. you give the merit to the people who score higher on that evaluation. Mm. The, this is what happens with a cola. When you do a cola. You know, you do it. And you, we've given next year. You do a cola. Everybody gets a cola. Mm -hmm. The next year, you do nothing. 
and the year after that you give everybody a cola and the next year you do nothing and that's kind of what we were doing right and so after like eight years you would have deputies you would have 911 workers you would have truck drivers who have been here for seven and eight years and then a new truck driver right. or a new 911 comes on and they make the same right. exact that, matter of fact they train that person that's mm -hmm. not coming on and that's the hard pill right. to swallow for a lot of people exactly i'm not against a cola and i know a merit is takes a little longer and it requires a true evaluation right. of that employee and their work and it requires specific goals to be met but it does at least separate that average worker from that worker who is more deserving. Yeah, so that's something that that I think as a as a commissioner, I can't speak for everyone that we've kind of just been given the colas mm -hmm. rather than given the merits because when we trued it up and we brought it back in, then everyone got the merit, which whether they weren't evaluated, they were well, they were brought no, back up because of the. Um, the uh, after the um, analysis and well, study, this, this UGA study so, is the thing that actually kind of chewed up everything that yes, had sir. been so long unbalanced. But we haven't had a merit in like over nine years. Yeah, we see. We need to do something. Yeah, so, so if to get remember, that on track to do it more often. Okay, so, so you reset this last year. If you remember Alex's presentation to you, his recommendation and what she described, he described perfectly to y'all. Yeah, compression. Comp it happens right. internal to the system. Uh, and and it is because you don't space out those those spots uh, uh, through through colas I mean through merit uh, to make that happen. So what you should do is you should look at the consumer price index. You should take a look at what the inflation rate has been and look at your budget. And you should basically try to budget a little for both. You should try to budget merit based on money availability, and you should base your cost of living to keep your scale, your starting position, yeah. proper with the outside environment Absolutely. and what it costs to actually live. So it's a two-component factor. Mm -hmm. So what you've done, you've reached out to, to Colas. That's the easiest. Everybody gets it. Under a merit, everybody won't get it. Yes, if you have true. a merit system where everybody gets money, something's wrong with your grading <laughs> process. See, and I think that's so, where so, it's going. That's the reason you basically do both. You've got, you've got, you, you basically do both. Everybody gets touched with the cola. Some are going to get touched with the merit. Well, I, I think the cola. Uh, I think they should get both. This is just my thought. I think they should get both Mm -hmm. He's at the finish line, you know, so he should get that. Now, his merit is good as long as you don't turn it into a beauty Right. Mm -hmm. And favoritism. Yep. Now, I'm talking about if a person that goes and, and you evaluate him, and I'm talking about how periodic set down with this guy. Yep. So he won't be surprised when Justin gets 2% and he gets nothing. Right. He shouldn't be surprised because he knows that he did not run as fast and jump as high. This guy. He, he would know that because you're sitting down with him on a regular basis. But the cola, I mean, he got to live. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's tough out there. And, and I'm telling you, it's just, it's just hard for me to, to, to even um, think about, you know, another year
The pandemic, yep. and, and it was on news the other night, and I just looked at it again for the southeast region, but the consumer price index for goods and services, groceries, if you will, has grown from somewhere between 3.7 to 3.9 percent over the last quarter just due to the pandemic. So it's, mm -hmm. it, it, has, it, it, is, it is more right now. I, I will say one thing about the budget process. It's very easy to calculate a COLA. It's real easy. It's a, it's a straight, you know what everybody is, you move the scale, and you have a number. The thing you can do with merit is you can give yourself a dollar amount. You can say, okay, well, we know COLA, we know COLA for 455 employees, whatever it is, is going to cost us $200,000. And then you can say, you know what, we want to set aside another 150000 and then that is going to be dispersed based on those evaluations. And, it, and again, I said it a couple years ago, I set up a formula to where when all those evaluations come in, if you're rated between a, a two, you know, below a, a 2.5, you just don't get anything. Right. You rated between a 2.5 and a 3, you get X. A, a 3 and a 3.5, you get this much. Because by then, once those, all those evaluations are turned in, then I actually have those numbers mm -hmm. and those people and so I can back into the amounts that each bucket is going to require um, so it's a formula that you can do once you do the evaluations and they all come in okay so that that's how you would do it you would budget the COLA based on the CPI whether it's 1% 1 1.5% 1 mm -hmm. and then you say okay we're just going to set aside a dollar amount mm -hmm. and then based on how the evaluations turn out that's what you give let me make a, a comment too we did phase in the budget that you see here for the new personnel is a phased in number uh, it does not include a whole year number so that will increase so we did note that Commissioner Stevens and, uh, mm -hmm. and go back and make that adjustment in there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. next year you're going to have those 18 mm -hmm. budgeted. What well, is? however many it turns out to be. Now we hope that the goal is to hire 18 by the end of the year. Uh, again, I don't know firefighting. I don't know. I, I understand it's very difficult to get a certified qualified firefighter these days, very competitive. So even if we tried to hire 18 this year, we may not be able to. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. But if we do, then that means next year, it's not just the 685,000. It's a whole year of those 18. So that's just kind of. Heads up. Heads up. Yeah. Excuse me. Thank you, Mr. Chair. <laughs> Still, I have company down here. <laughs> you have to compete. For <laughs> but uh, uh, just echoing uh, Commissioner Gillard's uh, statement, and, and I appreciate that, that uh, heartfelt statement. And I know all the employees do as well. Uh, I know in the past we've used fund balance. Mm -hmm. That's part of the. Or capital you know, items, one time, one time expenses. Your your fund balance policy says you can use fund balance for one time expenses, like a capital item or like a one-time contribution that you might have to make to the pension fund to get us up to the state funding requirement, that sort of thing. But it's not supposed to be used for a recurring expense. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I was just trying to get clarification. Mm -hmm. Then also, uh, I, I know with this uh, federal bailout, I know some money was supposed to be trickled down to, to, to the county. Hasn't made it. 
Oh, I, I, I know it hasn't okay. made it. I was just saying, dude. dude, dude uh, Will it make it, huh? Will it Did you I apply? Heard, I haven't heard that. No. Haven't they're heard. supposed to give the counties. So how, how do you no, I'm, I'm not. They didn't get any federal stimulus county. money. What, what we've done is. So, um, so there, there's been discussion about another round of money that would be distributed to help local governments. There's been, in fact, I think Buddy Carter was on the mm -hmm. phone. We talked about this with him when he was on there. Some support at the federal level, some don't, because it provides a bailout to states that haven't taken care of some of their pension needs. And so not all legislators at the federal level are for it, but it hasn't been funded yet. If it gets funded, then it will be distributed to the states. The states will decide how to distribute that to local government. We have been sending reports related to COVID to the state regularly in case that money is distributed, and then it gives our governor the indication statewide of what governments are being affected. Okay. But, uh, but again, I, I, know, I know this has been a long discussion about this, but I, I, I'm totally in support of the uh, statement that Commissioner Gillard said. I mean, we, I mean, I've been here for eight years and it seems like every budget we talk about our employees, like, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, 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 you know, we do have great employees and luckily we're blessed that a lot of them haven't left because of, you know, retention, you know, so uh, what are we going to do to try to support them would be greatly appreciated. So a couple, a couple. 35 million. Yeah. All right. So uh, here's a couple of options, I guess, for you tonight, because you do need to approve the budget tonight in some form or fashion. Uh, I guess your options are to approve it as is, look at the uh, digest when it comes out to see what you want to do for employees. Um, that gives us time to calculate that. Or you could go ahead um, and tonight adopt the budget with at least a COLA amount in there. We would not, you know, you could say, whatever that percentage wants to be, it would be approved in the budget. We'd supplement the line item uh, before the document goes out. We could do that. Uh, it's difficult at this point to know what the merit amount would be until after the any kind of potential merit would be, but. Um. Well, you know, and, and there was discussion too, and I wanna say we discussed it with the personnel attorney about um, at the end of the year, because we have had, before these last two years, we really did have some good years where we contributed to fund balance. Um, you know, at the end of the year, we had leftover money that we did not utilize. And so that built up our fund balance. And so we had talked to Mr. Doerr, that's our personnel attorney, about, you know, a one-time payment at the end of the year based on those amounts left. And he said that would be okay as long as it was based on an evaluation and everybody had an evaluation. And so again, yeah, and you know your cap then and that one-time payment does not go into your next year's budget. But it does give that employee who did work very hard that year a little something extra. Here's what you got to decide, he, he also said, was that you've got to make that decision ahead of time a year ahead of time to give that employee the, the upfront knowledge that you are going to be working towards a potential cost increase. Here is what it's going to be based on. Here are your goals. Here's your objectives. So you couldn't just come in in December or January and say, we got some extra money. Let's go ahead and give it out based on last year's merits. So um, you're going to have to make that decision up front that you want to do that. 
You know, I think that's <laughs> that's something that that the department head should be looking at because it, you never know when we're going to approve a merit. So, uh, you know, if you're saying we got to go a year, we got to let the employee know a year in advance. What Kim? You're looking at it as a performance. I don't. I, I don't know, understand. I, I was talking about a one-time payment. Right. A one-time. Okay. Instead of a a rate adjustment that will carry forward to future years because that's been this okay. board's stumbling block. It has anything been. Anything you do compounds itself mm -hmm. and increases next year. And so um, if you know you have this much money left over, could it possibly be distributed or a portion of that distributed based on merit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so where the discussion started um, not to prolong this too much longer, but you get the full <laughs> meal deal is on bonuses. It is illegal for a county government agency to use public funds for a bonus. I understand that. It has to be geared towards a merit. Private companies can do it because it's not public dollars. Government well, units cannot. Well, I think we need to do all we can to, and I think we all agree here, do all we can to give these employees a merit. Pot, maybe every year, or give them some type of merit and the coal along with it. And that's something that we need to, to look at now. So if you want me, if you're ready for a motion, I'm I'll ready. make a motion that we approve the budget as presented along with an employee COLA. And you bring us back the numbers well, or whatever. We need to kind of decide on that tonight then. I mean, I guess that's why I wish you we could talk about it. You could, uh, but you don't have the numbers for a COLA. Was it 250? No, no ma'am, I sure don't. And, and you would have to determine then would the COLA start July 1 or would it start January? No, that would be July something 1. you would have to determine. Um, I think it should start July 1 because we've always put it off to January. Now, you could, I mean, i tell you what you could do, and you, you won't have the number, but you'll have it in the motion for the budget, is you could uh, make a motion to adopt the budget subject to an amendment of a 2% or whatever that percentage is, COLA. Well, we said it was 3.9, but I know we, we've normally fluctuated when given the COLA <laughs> one, and I don't think we have ever given anything above two and a half. We have not. I, I may be wrong. No, we've But I've been on the finance committee COLA, about no. it the whole time I've yeah. been a Right, board. A, a cola. We've never given a cola more than two and a half. Well, I think we should be able to come up with two and a half. That would be my motion, Mr. Well, Chairman. We just have to be uh, men and women enough to, when the time comes, we're going to have to <laughs> make You'll, sure that we, the we millage supports it. Yes, sir. That's the thing. That's, it's going to take your vote when millage time comes to adopt the millage. Listen, and I'm, uh, let me go ahead and, and, and I'll come right with back. With the cola. Back, come right back to you. Yes, sir. I, I still have citizens of Liberty County who dial 911 and no one comes but we got to fix that that's part of our fire plan we've got to fix that but the so let's be committed to, to fixing that as well as sure. taking care of our employees. yes we're keeping that fire Is that where we are ending up that fire we're keeping that in the budget mm -hmm. we're, we're keeping the budget as presented and we're going to amend the budget to include a two and a half percent cola to our employees starting july 1st 2020. Starting, that, that would be my motion. How about starting the first full payroll in July? Um, because July 1st is in the middle of a payroll, and, and part of that payroll has to be accrued back to June. So if we could say the 2.5% will start the second. Starting with the first full payroll in mm -hmm. July. Yes, sir. That would be my motion, Mr. Chairman. Is there a second? Uh, motion and a second. As stated. <laughs>
And we're and right. keep get your numbers. Yeah, get I know this is probably the first year you hadn't did it. We snuck up on. <laughs> I just. <laughs> but we're gonna I, we're we're gonna keep our no employees rolling. We were gonna go down that road, yeah. so yeah. I didn't just do that exercise. Hang with us. We're gonna we're gonna get through this, like they keep saying. Okay, we're gonna work through it. Yes, sir, yeah, Mr. Chairman. That right. was a motion. I got a second. Yes, Mr. you do. Ray. All in favor of the motion presented, raise your right hand, please. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Amazing what you can sit on a tailgate of a truck. Y'all done figured it out. <laughs> no more tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do want to say one thing. Uh, mm -hmm. I did attend that first mm -hmm. little session we had, and it was kind of disappointing. But there was nothing, no more disappointing to me than to run into a young man at the business last week. We were talking, having a good conversation like we always do. And I said, when are y'all going to start mowing the grass down there on the canal? He said, I don't work for the county no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was shocked. Yep. I don't know. I might, have, I might have told Joey a little bit about it. But, you know, this fellow, he said, you know, I, I just couldn't stay there because, you know, it was, I, I could make more money somewhere else. He said, yep. not that I'm against any of the commissioners or against the law enforcement making more money or bringing on the firefighters, he said, I just felt like it was time for me to move on because I just didn't think I was, you know. Well, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for not knowing it. But, you know, we do have a lady that's in HR, Laura, who ought to be able to get these development plans up. Yep. I understand you're the person that let's put, if she gives you the numbers, but the employees that's working that are department heads should have these development plans out there. Nobody gets the same. Uh, there may be somebody get the same amount of money, but I mean, as far as the ranking goes, it used to be the, the same way that we rated our administrator. So if that's not being done, that needs to be the next thing started. Um, and, and we'll put them on it. I, I know you've mentioned where the money goes here, 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 but I mean, you're the finance lady. We got a HR person. That's what we need to yeah. do. And if, I mean, the way I look at it is, if uh, we can't get that done, then we'll get somebody else that can. But we're going to have to do a, a better job. I, I've called Joey day and night, weekend, mm -hmm. in church, out of church, and he's been fishing. He's, every <laughs> once in a while, he does take a break. And Joey, if you just get used to it, that's all I can tell you. So, I mean, uh, you're sitting down there like a church mouse right now, but I'm going to tell you, you liable to get a call, Mr. Mosley, on Sunday. You know, I, I think there's one thing that some of us forget, too. Um, back when I was hired, now I've been here over 18 years, um, the, we had a different retirement plan 
for employees back then. Uh, we had a different health care plan. Um, you know, you had different things that kind of supplemented the fact that your wage wasn't as high as maybe mm -hmm. some private businesses. But over the years, we started eliminating those. We, we, cut, um, we closed the defined benefit plan. We eliminated the health care at retirement. Um, new employees now pay part of their health care. So it is, it's not as easy to retain those people and attract those people because the benefits aren't even the same as they were 18 years ago. So again, I, I kind of echo and I appreciate the comments because it is true. It's hard to keep those people when you work for three, four, five years at the same rate and then somebody new comes on and they're making the same rate too. <laughs> All right. We've got, we've got Joey Brown here and I can tell you I've known him for a long time. If this wasn't his home, he'd have been gone. Yeah. There ain't a doubt in my mind. He can say what he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> he better not say it. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't a doubt in my mind. All right. Yes. Final report for you. Okay. Right. So, no. well, I've got two other quickly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These we, won't we be as, as much because they yeah. don't impact your millage rate. That, so, um, we got caught up in the tailgate conversation. <laughs> yeah. This next resolution is for our, our special revenue. It wasn't a tailgate conversation, was it? <laughs> no, we left All right. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, resolution of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners, whereas the administrative staff of Liberty County has prepared and submitted to the governing authority of Liberty County all special revenue operational budgets to include E911, victim witness, multiple grant, child support and recovery, recreations, record service, date, law library, technology, hotel motel, jail construction and staffing, confiscated assets, jail commissary, and Liberty County Projects Corporation for the year beginning July 1, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2021. And whereas the Board of Commissioners of Liberty County has studied and reviewed the prepared budgets, it is considered in the best interest of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners to adopt the budgets. Therefore, be it resolved by the Board of Commissioners of Liberty County, Georgia, that the budgets attached hereto and made a part hereof for the year beginning July 1, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2021 is approved. These are your special revenue funds. Second. 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 Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. It is done, you lady. One more. These are, these are your capital um, yes. funds. Whereas the administrative staff of Liberty County has prepared and submitted to the governing authority of Liberty County a special purpose local option sales tax budget, which, as you know, is a project long budget, multiple year budget, Wright Army Air and Wright Army Airfield Fund for the year beginning July 1, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2021. Whereas the Board of Commissioners of Liberty County has studied and reviewed the prepared budgets, it is considered in the best interest of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners to adopt the budgets. Therefore, be it resolved by the Board of Commissioners of Liberty County that the budgets attached hereto and made a part hereof for the year beginning July 1, 2020 and ending June 30th, 2021 is approved. funds and your right army airfield funds and those are your capital chair entertain a motion funds. second second any further discussion all in favor raise your right hand please it's adopted okay 
Um, I do have your May report. Just, and we, we, this is, uh, we only got one more month left in the fiscal year. Yeah. And as I noted the last time I came before you, I did get with the chief deputy, and we did move some money around between his departments. So we only have two departments that show up on your report um, uh, this month. And the one is risk management, which they had exhausted their funds. We knew that. They, that is the department that pays for all of the liability insurance. But unfortunately, this year, it also took a big hit because of the contribution that we had to make to the pension plan. So that budget is exhausted and actually ran over this, this year. And hopefully, will be covered by other savings in other departments and if not, through the use of fund balance, because It'll again, that was a one-time right. expense. The other department that showed up is judicial administration, and that is the court reporters. Um, I can tell you, not, not being in court for the month <laughs> of May and most of June, mm. hopefully this budget will not be completely exhausted as it is typically in the past. Mm. Um, those are the only two departments that showed up on your radar this month. Um, we actually received in, in the general fund budget, we have received 101%. Um, we actually received more revenues than we budgeted, and wow. we've only exhausted 87% of our budgeted revenues. So we're, we're looking right. good. Um, it, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It looks like the, one of the best but, uh, department uh, line item down here that has spent nothing would be indigent medical care. Um, you know, and I'm not sure he had any this year. I'd, I'd have to go back. We don't have that, we don't have many each year, mm -hmm. but on occasion yeah. we'll have one or That's two. a few. All right. Mm -hmm. um, we have, at the end of May, we have 6.4 months worth of operational expenditures in our fund balance. This time one year ago, we had six months. So we're going very well. Um, solid waste has a net income of about 585000 during the month of June. Uh, we will record those year-end entries for depreciation and true up some of those um, accrued interest um, expenses that we, we do each year. So you'll see that diminish a little bit, but I still expect them to end in the black. Your, uh, there is one department within the four departments of solid waste that's running ahead of schedule, and that's your solid waste disposal, and that's because of the payments made to Broadhurst uh, Environmental Waste Hall Trash Services, um, but collectively they will come in under budget. All of your special revenue funds are operating within their budgets. And then your SPLOS reports. Um, as I mentioned, we really thought we were going to take a, a big hit Whooping. on sales tax, but we, we didn't as much as we thought we would. Um, May of 2019, we actually received in, in sales tax revenue 705931 and May of 20, we received 742000 So we received more in May of wow. this year than we did mm -hmm. a year ago, even though we had this wow. endemic and we had shutdowns. Wow. Now, 
Hand sanitizer. And, and, and <laughs> I, I understand alcohol was a big seller too. And baby wipes. Um, You're right. The, Toilet tissue. The May of 20 actually started our next little bump of increase in the budget. Each year, um, beginning in May, we increase our budgeted amount that we expect so that mm -hmm. by the end of the sales tax year we'll get to the total budget um, of, of the 54 million. Mm -hmm. So we were only $12,000, well almost $13,000 off, which Excellent. Is, Excellent. is really good. And for the Excellent. entire program, we're only about $136,000 off, which is yeah. really very yeah, well. Good. And it just shows that all of the work that's been done on recruiting those businesses and getting those places here has really generated. It's really paid it's, off. And, and if you, mm -hmm. you think to yourself, if everything would have just yeah. remained yeah. open, yeah. like yeah. we really <laughs> would have surpass yeah. that and and we wouldn't have had any kind of um, mm -hmm. shortfall for the for the total program yeah. yeah that's all i have for my what my what year mr brown are we in uh, what year are we in with this uh, uh we're in the third, third year are we in the third year now third year of a six year it's a six-year program so we're halfway okay mm -hmm. mr chairman mm -hmm. i had one question so we believe the T-SPLOST passed in Liberty County? We, it did. Now, now, when will that start? So we should probably, if everything goes well, it will start, um, it will go into effect October 1st, and we should receive our first check, our first disbursement, November 30th. We always receive our check for that, for a, a particular month, at the last day of the following month. So whatever they collect in October, we would receive November 30th. So October 1st, sales tax goes to 8%. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, October 1st. Okay. I remember, hopefully those businesses are calculating. Hopefully. And, and actually, we I need talked to, be to somebody today about that. Um, you know, we had this same issue when sales tax passed. Right. You know, because the, there's not really anything that's put out. The Department of Revenue, they update their website quarterly. So unless you're actually plugged into that or you have somebody in your business that watches that or is familiar with that, you're not going to know to change your tax rate at a certain rate. You're going to be one of those businesses that goes in and files your taxes and all of a sudden says, whoa, what, what do you mean it's, you know, I didn't collect enough. Um, now we know the businesses that um, are in the unincorporated area, but it would take the business, it would take all cities to notify those businesses of this change because they get their business license from those municipalities. Well, something that we can alert our citizens to be looking at their sales receipt. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, now, they may and, not. And, and T-SPLOST is a little different than, than SPLOST because certain items are not, you know, like fuel. Mm -hmm. is not going to increase to 8%. So okay. those, there's a couple of things that don't get included, but... Um, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are we at for Joey on the Justice Center? We should be. Where are we at? Uh, as far as... Um, Payments. Payment. So we, we've expensed so far in this program a little over $4 million towards the debt. We've got it. We've we have just finished three full years. We're going into our fourth year, 
and we actually budgeted to put 9.5 towards that debt mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. total and we knew um, sales tax 7 when it comes around we will have to put that again what is the final year on paying off the Justice Center um, I don't I don't know that I'd have to go look at the amortization schedule I don't know off the top of my head we do we do know and as she mentioned we knew we were going to have to rebudget in, in splash mm -hmm. uh, seven for that mm -hmm. it, they would be paid off in seven I remember us looking to see if the balance right. could be retired in one more mm -hmm. I, believe it, I believe it was actually this full one and, and, and a little bit of next right yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I, I think that's why mm -hmm. based on the numbers you ran mm -hmm. they're being paid back by bonds that's actually what we're doing is paying on the bonds we we did make one change. I think we refinanced one time on one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we did. So uh, just quick question. So, uh, Kim, thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, so uh, and I know we already know about uh, it's going to have to go on this uh, splash seven and whatnot. Uh, do we have some type of calculation? How much? I can get that for you. I, matter of fact, I can look, go at, look at the amortization schedule. And again, what I will tell you what Mr. Brown has done, he's in close contact with um, those bond folks. And anytime the interest rate drops to a, a good savings point right. and um, those bonds are callable, we'll call them and reissue to save Mm -hmm. thousands and right. thousands of dollars yeah, right. even you know um, so I don't remember I, I want to say we had owed something like 14 to 16 million more and we put 9.5 in here so it seemed like we owed uh, another but uh, I don't have that exact number I can definitely email you guys the amortization schedule so you can see it well if spot 7 comes around hopefully the family entertainment center might have a if not before, yeah. Yeah, it's been that long. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Trent. Good evening. Good evening. I um, wanted to kind of give you an update on the Alloway Fire Station. Um, one thing we need to talk about tonight is a garage, a garage door opener. Um, the garage door is pretty heavy. It can be done, but uh, the fire department has asked that we add a garage door opener on it. It'll be a commercial grade garage door opener, uh, so it'll go fast. Um, the cost for that is $1,765, and then I have to do another $150 because I got to get electrical over. Um, but we have $8,269 in our uh, contingency fund that uh, we have not used yet. Um, so what I'm uh, suggesting we do is use our contingency funds to pay for the garage door opener. Now, before we go and vote on that or in, decide on that, what I'd like to be able to do is kind of tell you where we are with everything. Um, the uh, septic system is going in now. Uh, we've been delayed a couple of weeks waiting on the septic system. Once it's in, um, actually the septic tank should be in by in the morning, um, the plumber can come in and set his fixtures, so that way the bathroom can be finished. Uh, the electrician is supposed to come tomorrow. He's got three outside lights he's got to put on, um, and so we'll have it lighted. Uh, the power is on. Um, I have Clinton, or actually uh, Chris, 
from the road department is going out there tomorrow to add some dirt around the building and do a little bit of grading. Uh, and there's a little washout on the driveway that this is going to fix. Um, I have uh, the concrete guy coming to pave the handicapped parking spot and you know, a couple of pieces of concrete uh, next Thursday and Friday. So by the time all that's said and done, uh, we should be ready to turn over the keys to the building within a couple of weeks. You know, Mr. Brown and I were saying 30 days just in case something happens. But we, we, we should be done and I actually anticipated being done already, but uh, there was a problem getting taking delivery of the drain field line, the little plastic that we use. They were having trouble getting it in. So mm -hmm. it's been the oddest things that we have found that have been lacking in the supply chain to make things work. So, um, but that's in now and that's getting installed. So I just kind of want to give you a heads up on that. But if we could have action, that way I can go ahead and get that garage door uh, ordered and I could go ahead and get the, uh, get it installed and have the power uh, run to it. Need a motion, yes, sir. Yes, sir. How about with, with the other station? With the garage door? Oh, yeah, he's, he's different. He's got different he's doors. Do it on, on both yeah, of he's got different doors. Okay. Different kind of building, different doors, different whole different scenario. Right. Yeah, because this one just started off. We were trying just to build a shell. Yeah. Right. And now we've got a bathroom in it, and we, it kind of keeps growing. <laughs> Need a potty. <laughs> I think that's one of those. Is, is that discretionary? All right. Yeah. All right. Chair, the motion, but that's 1785. Uh, Chair, I make that motion that we uh, go ahead and move on with the addition to the door. Yes, sir. For the uh, fire station. Yes, sir. Okay. Other than that, we have everything has been within budget. So okay. We we had a hundred thousand dollar budget and. Hopefully, we won't spend all the rest of this uh, contingency. contingency. Okay. Come in all right. Is there a second to Mr. Stevens' motion? Second. Motion and second that we approve the additional expense for the um, Island White Fire Station. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. It's approved, sir. All right. Uh, the East End Fire Station, that's moving along. They've got a lot of things up now. Um, I know Mr. Brown has some pictures he circulated about how it looks out there. Uh, the steel's up. Some of the concrete masonry units are going in. Uh, we got uh, inspection results from Whitaker today that uh, all the rebar's in like it's supposed to be, so everything's going along pretty good there. Uh, Lewis Fraser Road, the uh, contractor actually finished on time. Um, the only thing we were lacking is the grass growing, and then of course we got all the dirt out there and then it rained. <laughs> we're we're Washed constantly away. so they need to come back wrestling with it. And yeah, so they are, and uh, they're starting on Third Street this week. So we got the same contractor in town. So that's working along okay. Um, Trent, before, before you, uh, you go any further, uh, that uh, MWB policy. Yes, sir. Uh, was there any participation in him? No, sure, it wasn't required because of the, the type of work that he does. And it's all just asphalt overlay. So it wasn't required. You're talking about the fire stations or Lewis Frazier? Uh, I was talking about the fire station. The fire station? Uh, yes. Yes, sir. Well, we do. In, we fact, have, in fact, he. I think um, I asked that before. <clears throat> well, I, I'm not. But <clears throat> as you recall, you did something and don't get. But yes, short answer. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. He exceeded that, as a matter of fact. Right. That's. The, I was. Okay. 
All right. Get back to where I was. Sorry. <laughs> yes, sir, but we did. We, we were cognizant of that as we were going okay. through explaining yeah. folks. Um, Melvin Lane. Hey. It is an actually in District 5. Yeah, can you move it back to District 5? Heard <laughs> 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 it back to District 4. Yeah, I got called out a minute ago. Should be District that's 1. What, that's why. I, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not catching her. He's not coming. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, y'all. All right. So uh, that project is $374,000. The contractor's Taylor's Creek. Right now, they're not working. They've done everything they can do. I'm waiting on a telephone line to be moved. We have been dealing with the telephone company every day for the last two months. Uh, we had some progress. We were told that it was going to be moved two weeks ago. And as of yesterday afternoon, it was not moved. Uh, we have started moving into trying to go to higher ups to see if we can't get it moved. And uh, we're at that position now, just trying to figure out who, because we've got to go somewhere outside of Liberty County to help get some help on this. So it's a single line that serves four houses. So there's not a lot of incentive for them on that. but. It is something that we are working on diligently every day. So don't think that we're not on top of it. It's just trying to get the 800 pound gorilla to move a little bit. Let me, let me say something, uh, Mr. Chairman. That's, that's 68 days is how long that project's been held up now. There was a little bit of rain delay. I went out there to give her a little bit with him. But to have that, that telephone cable is within the county right away. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's within the county right-of-way. It's in basically the road. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, right now, if they're going to drag their feet by that, I think the best thing to do is let our county attorney go down there and deal with it. I don't, this right here, uh, it's going to be raining again, and they're not going to be able to fix it. But he could have already had that road. I mean, it's got to be grubbed out because of everything underneath it. But 68 days, Trent, I mean, I don't. It's absurd. Well, I mean, it's. We really don't even need to hear that it's absurd. We really need to say, after a certain period of time, let's get it moving on. I mean, these things dragging out here for months at a time. This this group of people, they got to work. I mean, you, you got a project out here right now that, well, I'm sure that this 374 is going to cover it, but for them folks to be sitting out there and even the public to have to deal with it, I mean, it's a, it's a reflection on us. It ain't a reflection on the phone company. Understand. Let's, let's do whatever. Let's get Kelly to, uh, the chairman authorized it. Let's get it moved out of the way or have the contractor there put in conduit for them and we'll build Central League. But this is ridiculous here. Uh, I don't disagree. I mean, that in normal day and time, that won't happen. So. <laughs> that, right away, that right away was deeded and recorded ahead of time. So it's, it's in the courthouse and everything's yep. fine. That's right. Yeah, Everything's deeded and recorded. Should be able to give them notice that. Mm -hmm. They have X amount of days to move that. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. And they do have. Okay. Yes, sir. I will get with Kelly tomorrow to make sure that happens. Okay. Anything else? Would you let us know the outcome of it? Oh, yes, sir. Then you can put that in District 6 if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you can go down there more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Yummers Road. Yummers Road. Um, still waiting on funding on this, kind of looking at it. 
Yeah. And I didn't bring that to get together. over with me. The, the, uh, uh, I will send that to you in just a little bit. But uh, uh, the price right now is $989,000 is how much the uh, projected cost is for doing that roadway. And what's the length of that road? It's uh, right at a mile. Right at a mile. Man. So, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, <laughs> Mr. Chairman, <laughs> Mr. Chairman, I'm going to need about $500,000 of your money to you get that road paved, and then I'll try to repay it back to you. But we do need to move on with that road. <laughs> we'll work out something. Okay. <laughs> but we do need them to go ahead and make a decision because I think the longer we wait, the price, yeah. the price goes up. We'll work out something. Okay. Well, the other thing that's happening, too, is um, we have uh, one of our uh, pipes that crosses the road and discharges into the marsh is starting to fall apart, and I need to fix it. And uh, so Clinton is Clinton and I were talking about it today, or actually yesterday. Um, you know, we, we have it on target to replace that pipe as part of this roadway construction. Um, and if we we're going to be moving on this soon, I would defer to replace that pipe with construction. Mm -hmm. If not, then what we're going to need to do is go ahead and get Clinton to fix it, like mm -hmm. it would be fixed with the uh, under the construction plans, and pull that out of the construction. But we're going to need to do something on it soon. So you know, we'll get together. That's the one. It, the, you know, the pond at the end of the retreat. No, it doesn't go into the bird pond. No. You know, at the end of the phase two or the retreat side of Yellow Bluff, there's a pond. And then it goes out of the pond underneath the yellow, underneath no, the uh, road and it goes to the moor. Who put the Oh, contractor put it in 20 plus years ago, right at 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's the HTP pipe and we're seeing Out of the yellow block? Every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What subdivision mm -hmm. are you talking about? Retreat side of yellow block. Not the side on the marsh where the marina is, but the other side of the uh, Bodominiums are supposed to be? No. Across the road from well, the one that Alan done, had something. The original developer was, uh, I think, Greenfield. Well, it's been 20 years. So it's been a while. Yeah, that, it's been a while. Who was um, there? So, <clears throat> but it was put in. Um, I think Krebs was a contractor to put it in, um, but it's there and it's, it's kind of starting to fail. And now it's time to do something about it. What kind of pipe is this, Trent? HDPE pipe. Isn't that the pipe? Isn't, isn't that the same pipe we having problem with on that other issue out there? On the one I called you about the other day. Maybe we need to look at discontinue using that kind of oh, pipe. We we kind of we've really slowed our, what we're doing with that kind of pipe. Um, as a matter of fact, we don't use the black HTP pipe. A lot of people call it ADS pipe. We don't use it very much anymore. Uh, they have a different HTP pipe. It's gray. It's um, more of the strength of the concrete pipe, and it's not failing. Uh, like we had put the road department back in 97-ish, put in a whole bunch of pipe down Hines Road, and uh, it failed in at least seven locations. And we didn't know it was failed until uh, RTS Home started the development out there and uh, got to looking at it and it was several places you walked along and all of a sudden there's a depression and you'd dig up to see what was wrong and the pipe had failed and it just, the the earlier versions of that HTP pipe uh, just are not lasting as long and the strength is not there. 
So we have uh, discontinued the use of that type. We're going with a different eight. That's gray. Much stronger. The gray. Yeah. It's pretty strong. So, yes, sir. No, we, we were aware of that, and we are trying to make that change. Okay. Um, moving on, we got the uh, MPDS report turned in. We did get some comments that we need to uh, respond back to you by the 15th, and we'll get those taken care of. Had a real brief conversation with Duran Standard yesterday. We're trying to get a uh, together to get a date set up to talk a little bit more about Interstate Paper Road. Now that we kind of know what the outcome of TSPOST is, we can start looking a little bit more uh, at uh, our funding capabilities and what we can and can't do as far as uh, fixing Interstate Paper Road. Third uh, Street, um, Sykes Brothers is contractor on that job. Uh, they are they moved their equipment out there this week and they're getting started on it and uh, getting ready to move forward with that one. Uh, we will be, uh, I would like to be on the uh, regular monthly agenda um, where we are uh, going between some houses back up, where we're discharging is further downstream and we are discharging in an existing ditch and easement that runs between a couple of houses. Um, the road superintendent has asked that we try to pipe that area uh, so that it's easier for him to maintain it. So what we've talked to the contractor about is getting a cost to try to do that uh, and see how much extra it was going to be to pipe it all the way back to Lake Jericho so that Clinton doesn't have to maintain that ditch in between those houses. Um, so don't quite have that number yet. When I have that from the contractor, I would like to talk to you guys about that uh, and see if that's something that you're interested in us doing. Um, so that's what I'd like to be on the agenda, the regular month, the regular meeting agenda to talk about. Okay. Um, moving down on to Islands Highway, uh, we got all of our uh, letters. Um, we also uh, were able to finish the, the NEPA document with all the formal letters that we got. Uh, that's been turned in, and we're just waiting for approval on FEMA, uh, on the NEPA documentation. Uh, that way that'll kind of round up uh, whatever we were able to get on that grant. Um, and that's to fix the Islands Highway box culvert. I jumped onto that. I apologize. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Walterville Road acceptance, mm -hmm. kind of go through some things. Not looking for action tonight, just kind of want to talk to you about uh, some of these roads and, and their request. Um, Commissioner Gillard and I and Mayor Baker met, it's been about a month and a half ago, mm -hmm. something like that, and kind of went over their list and their request. Um, I think I had uh, forwarded to you guys a, a month or so ago uh, a response letter of what I found at looking at each road that they had requested. So I kind of want to go through some of the results of the meeting that uh, we had and kind of tell you a little bit about what's going on. Hillary Lane um, is out there by uh, the park on Carter Road, and we already maintain a portion of it. Um, we want to continue to maintain that portion of it, and we had actually done a set of plans for Walterville to pave Hillary Road, uh, all Hillary Lane, all the way back down into the uh, there's a little mobile home park in the back and. Uh, that we had plats for them to purchase the right-of-way and do everything they need to do. Uh, we provided that information to them again so that they can continue to look, see if they want to do anything else on that. But we already do maintain a portion of Hillary Lane. Uh, Martin Court. So Martin Court is kind of confusing. <coughs> really, this is a, uh, a name or a naming 
mismatch on our intergovernmental agreement. Martin Court is a uh, off of Dorsey Road. It's, you know, when you go down Dorsey Road on your left, you got those little cul-de-sacs that kind of peel off to the left. Uh, that is Martin Court. This like the next to the last one inside Liberty County. Our intergovernmental agreement says Martin Lane. Martin Lane is off the end of Hillary Lane, and it's a private road that goes through a private <coughs> park that we do not maintain. So what we need to do is we need to update our intergovernmental agreement with a name change to say that we're maintaining Martin Court, which we already do maintain Martin Court, and remove Martin Lane that we don't. Martin Court is the paved road. Martin, pay, Martin Road is a paved road. Paved road off of Dorsey. That's right. That's right. So um, Scott Road is a road that they're looking at doing. It's a dirt road. Um, they wanted to try to get some easements. We went out and did some surveying for them and um, provided them easements so they can kind of go back and if they can't get things squared away so they can get the road in the right shape and have easements to go along with it before uh, it's added to their intergovernmental agreement. Um, Denise Lane is a private road and it's not going to get added to the intergovernmental agreement. Uh, Fenella Lane, uh, likewise, uh, they wanted us to provide them some uh, easements uh, for Fenella Lane, so that has been done and that's been provided to the city. Uh, Sagittarius Lane is also a private road and will not be added to the intergovernmental agreement. Doby Lane is a little uh, dirt road off of Kent Road, off road, if you may remember it as Sugar Hill Road. Um, there is right away there. Um, the right of way is just never been accepted for maintenance. Um, the road is there. And Commissioner Gillard would like to take that over for grading uh, as soon as we can. Um, Slayton Street is uh, currently being maintained by Liberty County. Um, and we're gonna try to fill something that's that's a, a pothole back there that, that we need to get taken care of. Um, there are two other roads, uh, Fabian Lane, Tempest Lane, Gregory Court, Tibbet Highway, uh, and Tibbet Highway that need to be added to the intergovernmental agreement. These are roads that we're actually maintaining, but for some reason are not included on their intergovernmental agreement. So we need to update our intergovernmental agreement with them with these uh, streets. Now. Um, Hampton Ridge mm -hmm. subdivision, which is a uh, uh, subdivision, uh, one of the newer subdivisions, y'all might know where it is, um, out 119. Uh, all those ro roads need to get included. Uh, they've all been accepted, and the uh, bonds have expired, and the warranty period has expired, and the roads are in pretty good shape out there. So they want to uh, go ahead and make a uh, request to the county to take those roads over. So, but, and that's not in their request now. Um, we'll have to wait on them to request that, but we have talked to them about requesting that if they want to add those, we need to, and we do it all at one time instead of piecemealing a little bit at a time. Right, Mr. Chairman. Mm -hmm. We're gonna, um, Mayor Baker and the city of Walthamville, they're gonna have a meeting, they're gonna discuss this. And yes, sir. Then, um, then you bring it back to us. Yes, sir. Trent, this is a reminder. You doing it, Trent? 
We just need a letter. A letter Time's up. There. Buzzer. And I've told them that, too. Trent, Mr. Chair, Commissioner Gillett and Tourne Trent, how, how, what's the length, total length of all of these roads that's going to be added that's for maintenance? I'll have to get back with you on that number because I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I, if, Is it over a mile? Because some of them are real short, aren't they? Yeah, Most of them are really short. It's yeah, not a, uh, I, I, I doubt it. All of them together, not not. Not, yes, not even a mile, I don't think, some of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Felina is just a little short. Yeah, they're short. Now, the only thing I've got to say, mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. I wish we could maintain all the roads in the county. But let's go back. Let's take some time, Trent. If you can get time, go back and look at all of the roads in Liberty County that were being maintained by the county years ago because now we're bringing on new additional roads let's consider those roads too yes sir. okay i'll look back at because that. i know some roads that were on the maintenance list and somehow or another they got dropped off but we need to go back and take a look at all of them yes sir. and if you remember one of our criteria back then was if we had to have three people or three houses three homes on and, the and as we were meeting with the mayor that's a couple of these roads that we took off only had one or two houses on there right and so that was one of the contributing factors mm. to removing them from the list. Because actually, I know one, two roads in my and District One has about seven houses on it. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let me say, I don't have no dirt roads, but I do want everybody to be able to travel safe. And if you got to carry ambulance down to their school bus, it ought to be a safe passage. Mm -hmm. For anybody to drive on. Clerk and things like that. The mayor and the council, but uh, if we're going to do that, what's going to wind up happening when the city of Hinesville says we need you to come in here and maintain ours? Mm -hmm. That's going to be it. So I say, let's no do different. it. Let's put a price on it. And the price that's out there now, I don't think it's suitable. They're cheap. Uh, Mr. Chair, Mr. Chair, Trent, I will say this that in this, for the city of Riceboro, they are repaving. Sandy Run Road. The city of Riceboro yeah. is repaving Sandy Run Road. All right, you done, sir? Anything else? I mean, no, sir. I'm not sure what the point is. As in the the city point is, is that it's being done. As, huh? It's in the city limits of Yeah, that's why I say the city of Riceboro. They should pave it. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, it was a long struggle, Pat, to get there. Mm -hmm. But we finally got an understanding after several meetings. And they understand, just like Commissioner Wallen is saying, if you are a city, you got certain responsibilities, they are stepping up to the plate. All right, trying to move on. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Uh, recreation report. Yes, sir, we're going to, um, Mr. Martin is off-site, so if you'll bear with me half a second, I'm going to bring him up on the, on the speaker. And... Um,
Good evening, sir. We're going to try our best to communicate uh, through these means, okay. and I, I'll delete off and say uh, it's just listed as recreation report. It's actually to discuss uh, a document I laid in front of uh, the commission related to uh, possibility of having a limited 2020 day camp. Uh, and the document you see in front of you there is related to uh, Jimmy's summary of that. Jimmy's got a copy of that. Jimmy, I, for the sake of time, I'd ask you maybe not to read down the whole list, <laughs> but maybe just to do a summary for the commission uh, and your okay. thoughts uh, so that you give them an overview so that they may consider that. Okay, great. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Well, first of all, to, uh, just take note, and I'm sure Joe may have already filled you in, there were a list of 32 requirements put forth by the governor to, to run a day camp. Uh, we have examined those those different requirements, and you know we we found that we already meet most of them, and we feel like we can meet all of them with expansion of our normal procedures. Um, but I mean, certainly it would require additional resources to be able to do that. Um, one of the issues with having the camp is that we would need to reduce it to, to 50 campers per week. Whereas normally we would have upwards of 100 each week. So we're certainly looking at a lot less revenue being produced by the camp. Um, and in addition to having a little more staff to be able to meet all the requirements. Uh, even though with those things, we still feel like we could run a somewhat profitable camp. I mean, we wouldn't make a bunch of money, but um, we would be providing a good service to the community by having the camp. Uh, we feel like there's, been, there's a lot of interest Jet gauging that on the number of calls that we've had to our office about the day camp. And I think it was expressed by some of the commissioners that you had received those inquiries as well. But um, our proposal is that we would start the camp on July the 6th, run it for at least four weeks, possibly five, depending on how the school, school pans out. Um, we would have to be able to hire enough staff to be able to run the camp, which would require us bringing on about six additional people, part-time seasonal people, um, we would have to be able to acquire the needed supplies and equipment to run the camp, which of course we have located those, that stuff, but we're waiting on the green light from you guys to, before we actually proceed with, with purchasing those, those needs. And then the final thing we would have to be able to do to, in order to have the camp, we'd be able to accomplish the staff training. Um, some of the requirements are that we have to be able to, to take campers temperature as they come in um, and do contactless drop-off and pickup. Uh, we have to be able to recognize the symptoms of COVID and know what to do in the event that we feel like a child has it. So we've got to accomplish all that to be able to, to run the day camp in accordance with the executive order. But um, we feel like if we can, can accomplish those things, that we can run the camp. If I could tag on just quickly too, Jimmy, um, and, and you know this, um, I've developed uh, really an acknowledgement of assumption of risk form that would be a release that each guardian or parent would need to sign uh, for their kids as part of that registration, and also a screening questionnaire uh, that would need to be administered daily when the kids are dropped off. 
uh, then look at the COVID guidelines, uh, a yes or no box. So that would be in addition to the temperature checks. But um, I, I will note too, I think, uh, Jimmy, correct me if I'm wrong, but we do have seasonal staff that we have normally used. So I know we'd have to uh, hire enough staff, but I think, I think, and I'll fall back on you to confirm this, is it, it you know, don't, I think we feel pretty good that that staff will be available, correct? We have gotten indications from most of it, uh, several of them that they are interested in returning, and we feel that way. I'll have to add that I felt that way about lifeguards, and before we got started with the pool operation, we lost four lifeguards. So that, that has ended up being a struggle. Uh, you, you just can't have any kind of 100% confidence in seasonal part-time. Correct. Thank you. All right. Um, so July, what, what dates would you want to start? Actually, I believe the, the anticipated, the hopeful start date uh, for him would be July 6th. Okay. That's provided we get the green light tonight and he's able to start the process. Okay. Right. Commissioners? Chairman, I, I just want to make a comment. Uh, I think, what, Jim, is Jimmy still on the phone? He is, yes, sir. Yeah, he says something about that we would have to, we would have to hire additional staff Having less campers, but more staff, less campers, and then the the staff that's there gonna have to be trained to do this this these checks. That's that's a lot of sugar for a dime. I mean, uh, that's. Uh, uh, Joey, I'm not sure if that was question was directed to me, but I could not hear it. Uh, well, it, it was a comment, Jim. I, I was just saying that, uh, that that's a lot of sugar for a dime. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot to undertake for a short period of time, really, mm -hmm. uh, for that. Yeah. I think. Oh, we. yeah. Uh, how, how many no inquiries have we received? For? How many inquiries, Jimmy? Do you know that we've received about camp? Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. You know, we have some that call every day to see if anything's changed, and sometimes that can, you know, uh, make the picture look a little different than it really is. I don't know. It's hard to say. I really couldn't speculate. Yeah, I, w I was just wondering, I mean, can, can we anticipate? I mean, we get, we get, you know, five or six calls a day about day camp, but, you know, how many of them are the same ones and how many of them would actually come if we did it? It's just hard to say. I think that's what I was trying to gauge too, and, and maybe that another way was what's the confidence level of, of maxing out the program to be able to get a return on the investment uh, for the 30-day period, and, and I think you answered that by, not, you know. In, in other words, not that many increases. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't think it would be because I know. Just for the four weeks that he's going to open it, is that correct? Normally, we we have it open right after right after school. Normally, normally it'll start up right after school and run until school starts back, or or, or just mm -hmm. about around that time period. Yes, sir. You know, I, I know. We, yeah. You know, we we, we want to um, reopen and we we, we want to provide um, this service, and we you know we we want to try to get back to normal as best we can. I, I know we want to do that, but. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think we we need to participate in everything. Not 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 everything. That that's just my thought. I mean, um, just um, again, I got grandkids and um, they 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 won't be there. Just it's just a little bit too too dangerous the, the way I see it. But um, 
you know, that's, that's just my comment. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that to have to hire additional people and then they got to be down there, um, I guess, testing to a point. Yeah. I mean, I went over to City Hall today and, you know, they got a, a policeman standing at the door with a thermometer mm-hmm. taking temperatures. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, and, you know, last month um, they did the, the meeting online. And had it, it was open to the public today, but there was no public in there. Just city employees. Well, let, let me say something, Jimmy. I, I appreciate you being on there. This is Eddie. Um, and Jimmy is uh, one of those guys that's like Joey. You don't want to, he, he, he don't like to say no. I mean, the easiest thing is to not do anything. But he got out there and diligently tried to find something that he thought would be beneficial and it wouldn't be a, it, it, you wouldn't make no money. But he also knows that you don't make money. You, know, you just try to have something for folks to go to. But um, after I read it, Jimmy, and we talked about it, I just, um, I, I don't think, me personally, I just don't know that this is something that we need to try to tackle this year. I mean, I know you've done it in the past, but um, I just, would think this year we might need to to try to call this off because I I mean my wife don't even know when school's going to go back. Gary, mm-hmm. I know your wife don't. So I mean we don't have a clue about what's fixing to happen out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I know there's been more and more younger people infected here in the last 30 days because of more social eight, gatherings. Eight so weeks. I just um, I know we'd sign a piece of paper and somebody may get sick, but the last thing I'd want them to do is say, I got sick because I went to a Liberty County day camp. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But I do appreciate all your work and and uh, to put this together. No, still no problem, Eddie. I understand. I agree. Uh, Mr. Chair, just, just an, another question, I guess. Uh, Mr. Martin answered this. Uh, how about a participation with, with the polls? Jimmy, uh, question, I'm not sure, apologize that you can't hear uh, coming through. Commissioner Frazier asked about uh, participation levels that we're seeing at the pools that were open. Well, we, we struggled with weather issues, so it's made it hard to gauge that. But the days that the weather's been good, it's been, it's been pretty good. It's about what was expected. At both Normally, we have, we have a limit of 50, maximum of 50. We've been at 50. Uh, the days that the weather was good at Hinesville Pool, we've been at 50. And having to run a waiting list basically to get in um, at Midway, uh, you know, we may see a total of 50 throughout the day at Midway. So they're coming out. Oh, well, um, so, so is he, is this personal recommendation to go forward? Or, uh, he really is, 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 is asking the commissioners our thoughts on whether we should we bless this or not. So, so Jimmy, I, you hear the whole question. I, I'll, I'll try to answer it. I think we, we had talked about the phases of reopening again, mm-hmm. and this was another phase we discussed. So I guess two things there. One, we put it together because we told you that, that we okay. would. The second part of that is that the rec board did consider it um, and did favor trying to do something if we could. And, Jimmy, correct me if I'm wrong there, but that's what you relate to me. Uh, yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Commissioners, I, I'm kind of, Commissioner Walden, I hear what you say, and others too. We, what, what do we lose by just foregoing this year and preferably coming back strong next year? I don't think I we don't lose think, anything. I don't think so either, Mr. Chairman. We lose anything. I agree just to. Yeah. One question, uh, Mr. Chairman. What, uh, Joey, maybe Jimmy can that. What's, what's the, the, the average age of the kids that attend uh, summer camp? Jimmy, could you hear that? You got four and five years. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I can't. Uh, average age of the kids that uh, attend day camp. Um, the, the biggest group we have are like seven to ten year olds, mm -hmm. eight to ten year olds kids even. Do, yeah. I would. Kids have to have uh, somebody supervising. Yeah. 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 Uh, do, do we need to move on this? Do we need a motion? I, I think so too. If we. Do we need a motion? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, or just, I mean, I don't know that it's an official action. Or right. just, uh, just able? Just, just a decline to move forward with well, it. I mean, you yeah. could make a motion to postpone it for one year or right. re-examine it Let's next year. Probably yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you make that motion? One of y'all? Right. I, I make that motion that, that we uh, decline to, to move forward with uh, the day camp for, for 2020 and re-look at and reevaluate for next year. All right. Is there a second? Second. Uh, motion and second that... We declined to offer summer camp this year and reevaluate for for next year. Airing on the, there, you, there you go. That's where I was headed. Make sure that's in the motion. Yeah. Okay. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand. Those who are still in, there's uh, enough. To, yeah, those opposed. We will uh, uh, forego this year uh, due to COVID concerns and uh, take another look for uh, 2021. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, Jamie. All right, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you. Aperture in phase two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys, for being patient with us. Thank you. 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 Trent T.R. Long Engineering is the designer of the project. It is a 25-lot subdivision for single-family homes on a total of 30.68 acres. It's located off of Luke Road, which is off of Leroy Kofer Highway. Uh, this is a little bit hard to see. but um, So here's Leroy Kofer right here. Um, this map shows this as being Habersham Road, but if you actually drive by there, you'll see the street sign says Luke Road out there. And this is phase one of the project. This incorporates phase two, and there are other phases for the remainder of the property. I believe this was originally approved in the early 2005, mid-2000s? 2007, Trent says. Um, one, a few things I just wanted to point out while this map is up in particular. There is a pond that's pretty much along the red line that's between phases one and phase two. There is also a drainage area along the southern bo uh, boundary right here. In this corner here is where there's a privately operated community water supply. The plat is in three sheets, um, as shown here. You know, the first one is over here towards the, the western boundary, um, middle, middle sheet, second sh sheet is in the middle of the subdivision, and then the third sheet is where, this is Tondi Road, this new road that's been extended, meets up with, um, I forget what the road name is, Wilkins? 
um, the other row that goes through phase one. Again, here is, um, this is the drainage area here. This dashed line is the edge of the drainage easement. And here is where the pond is, and this is, again, the drainage easement. These, these lots up here are already uh, approved under phase one. There's an existing gas transmission line that cuts through the phase as well. Again, this is the, that same gas line. The pond here, oh, the pond here, sorry, with a drainage easement here and a drain easement across the lots on the other side of the road. And then finally, this last section where Tondi circles in and now creates a loop out in that subdivision. The lot standards are, have a minimum usable lot size of 6,000 square feet or 0.14 acres. Um, the lots range in size from about 0.6 to over two acres. The front setback is 35 feet, the side mm -hmm. is 15 feet, and the rear setback is 25 feet. And those mm -hmm. setback distances are also marked on the plat. As I mentioned, the development is served by a privately owned community water system, and each lot will have its own septic system. The ponds and all the drainage facilities outside of the 60-foot right-of-way for Tondi Road are the responsibility of the HOA or the property owner. And there is a note on the plat that requires that this responsibility be noted in the deeds for the property sold. That's in good. Phase. Um, there is approximately 0.44 miles of new street to be added to be dedicated to the county action to actually accept the street. Uh, will be needed after it has been satisfactorily completed. Right now it's just paved. Uh, we do have the following bonds in hand for primary improvements, which is does include the paving, which part of it is already done already, for $66,352. The secondary improvements for the sidewalks, ramps, and street trees, For uh, there are actually two securities for these improvements because they kind of go with the properties. Um, so only some of the properties are going to be built upon uh, by Mungo builders right now. And so he has put up money for his portion of the lots. And then the rest is an irregular letter of, of credit. So we have a cash payment and a letter of credit for a total of $109,572. And we also have a letter of credit for the maintenance of $21,903. Um, according to the drainage control ordinance for the county, it requires fencing to be installed around all the drainage ponds. Currently, the phase one does not have a fence. And, and when I mention this, it's, the, it's phase one, there is part of a pond in the middle between the two phases. And then there is no fencing around the ponds in phase two either. Originally, we had received a request for a waiver of this requirement to install fencing, but just earlier today, that uh, request was withdrawn. And that, this presentation doesn't reflect that. So the staff recommendation of LCPC is to approve the final plat for the colonies at Habersham Plantation Phase 2 with standard and special conditions. LCP, you've seen these before. Um, and then the special conditions are that prior to recording the final plat, the record drawing shall be reviewed and accepted pursuant to the Liberty County subdivision regulations, and that fencing around the drainage pond to, shall be installed in conformance with the drainage ordinance or a variance from this requirement 
shall be granted. Isn't this um, friend to my left district? Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be right back. Somebody want to step in for him? I will. You ready? Yes, sir. So move, Mr. Chairman. Is there a second? Second. Motion and second. We approve. Final plat. Habersham phase two as presented with the special conditions as presented by LCPC. Mr. Chairman, we had a, um, yeah. a discussion with the engineer for the project. Um, mm -hmm. Our recommendation from a maintenance side on the county mm -hmm. is that there be a condition added uh, with bullet points on the pond and drainage facilities. Uh, that that those notes be carried forth to any subsequent deed for property exchange. That's a good idea. Uh, that goes with that property. That's a good idea. I need to add that to the motion. We could just consider adding so if you'll agree with that. You agree? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. So move again. Yeah. <laughs> we just amend this motion. Okay. All right. Uh, all in favor, raise your right hand. Those opposed. Okay. Tell Commissioner Bowen we helped them out. Miss right. Martin, I know you've been waiting a while. You. I said. I said. You got your back up behind you. You give us an update, but and I, I see you brought your back up and your and your backup back up. And your so, backup. So however you want to cover. I hope they gonna back up. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> just standing way back, huh? <laughs> I know you all had a meeting uh, Tuesday. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um. Well, as you know, this was quite a different uh, election than we've ever had in this county, mm -hmm. probably in the state of Georgia. Um, there were a lot of uh, errors. That's mm. what we met Tuesday for to try to figure out what were the errors so that we can uh, move forward and try to correct that for November. So that's where we're working now. Um, I can tell you there was 10,000 Tuesday night, there was 10,121 10, votes that had been cast. And that's the most since I've been working there that's ever been <coughs> There was 4,737 ballots is what I understand that night. And there were 32 provisional ballots from the people that um, were late, you know, opening the polls and people went to vote. Um, I understand there were 32 provisional ballots from that. Um, that's not to say what might have come in with the military because they have extra time to get things in. Uh, like Friday noon after the um, election, I think theirs should have been in. I don't have an account of that. Mm -hmm. And like I say, we need a building. We have Florida ceiling equipment over there, which is dangerous. Every nook, crack, and corner that you can find over there to stuff equipment, that's what we've got. And we need a building about 3,000 square feet. Um, there are a lot of buildings in town available, but they all got that storefront, all that glass. We don't need that. 
We need something different. I, I don't know what we, I look every time I come to town, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't found anything. Mm -hmm. have, you, have you got a informal search committee out looking? Oh, I keep mentioning it to everybody. Okay. <laughs> All of them are supposed to be out looking. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, and I know um, Shannon Stevens with the IT department mm -hmm. is always looking. He and I converse on that quite often. So I, I, that's about all I know. We're working on trying to improve the whole situation over there mm -hmm. in, in all fashions. So that's what I mean. Right. Now, I do know from Washington News that there are problems statewide, not just in Liberty County. Right. So we want to be very fair about that. You know? right. I even heard in Chatham County that there were some buildings didn't have plugs, the plugs some of the equipment into. Uh, they just uh, finished their counting um, yesterday or today. I heard that on the news. Oh, yeah. Today I heard it on the news. Yeah. That they just completed their uh, counting of their absentee ballots. Mm -hmm. They had over 30 something thousand. Mm -hmm. But I know we have a big election coming up in uh, November. Probably even bigger than this one. Was. Yes, ma'am. Mm. So, so that's my. Are, are we going to be as humanly ready as we can be for that to be a um, fairly smooth process? I'm hopeful. As much as we can control it. I'm hopeful that we will be even okay. more. Ready. Okay. Okay. We're working, the board is working on that. And like I say, in, in all facets, we're trying to make a change. Okay. So. Okay. Mr. Chairman, I had a question, and, and uh, Ms. Martin, I appreciate you and your board and your staff, and, and, and it was a, a different type of way of doing things and voting this year, but I did have one question that I wasn't clear on was, could the absentee ballots be counted prior to June 9th? They could have been. They could have been. And um, did you elect not to start counting them, or how long, how many days prior to June 9th could y'all had uh, started counting? It was June the June 2nd. You, you could have started? It started on June the 1st. Uh, the supervisor, for some reason, elected not to. She elected not to even start early on the day of the election, which we ask. And that's your, um, what was her title, I'm sorry? Uh, Ele your election supervisor chose not to start counting the ballots that had already came in? Mm -hmm. And it was mentioned to her that she could have started, and we even said, well, then hold off and start early on the day of the election. Mm -hmm. And so is that something that the board wasn't aware that she was not doing? I, I don't know. I, well. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a concerned citizen. She was going to start at 6 o'clock. So I told them, okay, let's be there between 5.30 and 6. Because when there is an issue, they usually bring it to the board to uh, make a decision about whatever's going on. Well, she didn't start, period, that night. And, mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of unfolded and got out of hand. 
And so, um, who 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 um, hires your supervisor? The board. The board, and the board is appointed by who? <laughs> yes, ma'am. So there may be some steps in what we need to do. As you know, maybe maybe you've learned through this that there needs to be some changes. Oh, yes. There, there's definitely some flaws there. We are working desperately at the moment to uh, correct all of that. Okay. Well, I do appreciate your board yours. working to correct this. You said, you said you're <laughs> working to correct this? Yes. Our board. To correct the um, main problems that we're having over there. And I will not lie. This employee situation that we're having a lot of issues with, and we're, we're definitely working on that. Matter of fact, that's what my afternoon was spent on. So. Yeah, I, I have a question, Ms. Martin. Now, you were saying that y'all need a, another building. You're not talking about when you go over there to the historic courthouse and you go in that, that whole wing where Ella and... um. And her staff, you talking about that they need a new building or the board of election? I mean, you, you all, you and Mr. Uh, they have a lot of equipment. People don't realize the old equipment we had. Oh, you, you, you need a place to store your equipment. Okay. One. I was going to say because we, we just built a new court. Now it takes seven pieces of equipment to cast one ballot. Okay. Her precinct. I, I didn't understand. Okay. I thought you said mm -hmm. no. That uh, what what I uh, presented to uh, Mr. Brown okay. was that the Coca-Cola company would be ideal. We could do the office and the storage. <laughs> Let me just let me comment that for a minute. I, I think we have I have finally found a place. I did look at the building she suggested and it's falling apart on the inside. Mm. I toured that, so that's really that's off the yeah. okay. But we, I, I did look at a place Monday morning, as a matter of fact, met with the gentleman to do that. We can discuss that. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we can help y'all out there, hopefully. I would certainly appreciate it. Because you, you just said like seven pieces of equipment probably per precinct. So that's a lot of equipment. One person to walk up and cast a ballot. Wow. Yeah. So that's a lot of equipment. Additional I know equipment. I had problems that where I voted. I saw you. you had to push twice. And I was saying. Nobody was really telling you. Got I went through the whole process, and I had accidentally pushed twice, and a check mark come up. I said, what, something's wrong. You trying to vote two times? <laughs> so y'all, are these machines that way? You have to push it twice in order to cast a ballot? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, you didn't know of this problem. You weren't aware of this problem. Mm-hmm. That was Fleming East. Everybody had to do it. If you didn't push that little ballot box twice, your vote wouldn't count. You're talking about in the big black box? I'm talking about when you go to cast your ballot, you go to a little booth, you slip your card in, you had to push the button twice in order to cast your ballot. That's what I'm asking. The big black box, the very last thing you did before you walked out the door. I'm talking about when you slip your card in to cast your machine. ballot. I don't know about a black box. I didn't pay any attention to that. So you're talking you're talking about when you go to cast your ballot. You're talking about in the big iPad-like thing mm -hmm. that you punch the screen on? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we had I think to. so. Yes, we did. I mean, it's not complicated. Right. Where you go to cast your ballot, you walk, you you do your process, you come in here, and you stand it up in the booth, <laughs> slip your card in, it comes up, you got to push the button twice to cast your ballot. Now I'm surprised I that you weren't aware of it. Anybody else say that? Everybody there had to do it. Everybody at that precinct had to do it. I had everybody say you had to do mm. that. Well, I'll be darned. Ms. Martin, mm. Mr. Chair, mm -hmm. Ms. Martin, the, the, the meeting that took place the other evening and with the confusion between the, what you call it, what, they, what did they call it, after action? Yeah, I had uh, sent an email right. that I wanted, um, the board and myself wanted an after action review. Makes sense. To please, and I sent it to Ella and asked her to notify the poll managers, the assistant poll managers, and the staff. And I said, you know, we want you to bring what was good and what was wrong mm -hmm. with the elections. And with your thoughts, you know, we could work together to better November the 3rd. Well, when we walked in, I went in there to set up the room. There was a facilitator there that I knew nothing about. Mm -hmm. Took over everything. So the board walked out, and mm. we went and had our little called meeting that we were going to do. That's correct. And um, I was highly irritated. Sure. Right. The woman never said a word that she had done this, nothing. So uh, we're working. Yeah. Ms. Martin, I'm going to say this. Mm. I was there. I Mr. Commissioner Frazier was there. And it's like this. I remember my grandparents used to tell me, son, I'm fixing to put the foot down on everything. Y'all need to put your foot down. Well, we working. Hey. I got it almost down. That, that, okay. <laughs> the, the, the only thing I want to say, Ms. Martin, is if, if you got time in the morning about 6 o'clock, and I hope it's raining, come out to public work tomorrow and watch how I get them guys to go pick up trash in the rain. Watch how I do it. That's how easy it is. <laughs> That's what y'all need to do over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we're going to let you all, you and your board, that's why you're there, to handle the inner workings. And then, uh, but you need to, um, I would like for you, uh, to, Mr. Brown, we'll put on the agenda between now and uh, in November so that we can have a better feel where you are. You want to, you let's say, it's maybe, maybe 90 days, it's June, July, August, maybe like September? We don't want to wait too close yeah. to the election. Mr. Come back before us? Okay. Or if you feel like sooner, then just let Mr. Brown know. We'll put you on the agenda. Uh, early voting will start about the middle of October. I don't have the date right in my head. Okay. Okay. October. So okay. Okay. The All right. But well, then, then September. Our September mid-month meeting, Mr. Brown. If, if not sooner. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Martin. Mr. Mr. Chairman, I, I know it's getting kind of late, but Mr. Kelly, did you, did you have like a summary or something you wanted to go over? Uh, you want us to read it? Yeah. Uh, okay. It, it kind of details the oh, I didn't specific that. issues that we had with the election. A lot of good, a lot of bad, but this highlights the areas for improvement. And the boards identify what needs to be done in readiness for November election. And I'm confident they'll get things in order so that we won't see some of the delays that we experienced in the, the June election. 
and I assume that you're working with Miss Martin and her board and what they. Kelly, you you come out there at six o'clock in the morning. I, I see you <laughs> come talk to my kids. <laughs> okay. No, and if you read the memo, it, it, it'll describe exactly what the deficiencies were and how are you going to improve them. And actually, you know, I think everybody agrees the, the early in-person voting, you know, conducted prior to Election Day went very well. Mm -hmm. Addressed all the COVID concerns, addressed the machine concerns. And so I think you'll find in November each polling place will be operated much in the same manner as the, the early voting uh, locations were. So, again, I don't anticipate any problems. And we will take advantage of the early seven-day absentee ballot processing. You can't tabulate ballots or, you know, count them, but you can process the, the, uh, the ballots, you know, basically remove them from the outer envelope and um, do many of the things that, that need to be done. Yeah. Huge time saver. Yeah. That will be done next time. Okay. Thank you, sir. Oh, I, I was just saying, uh, I don't know, but it just seems to me a lot, a lot of these issues are recurring issues that we go through every time. Uh, I, I remember when I first got elected in 2012. I can't even make that up. Mm. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I, will, I will say a lot of these have changed right. back when you were first elected. Mm. Um, if you started early, you were able to sequester everybody just like they do a jury. Okay. Know? And um, now no, I'm no understanding one all that's mm -hmm. changed. And of course, we're, we're anticipating more, even more absentee mail and votes from November. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but, but even, even assuming a greater number, I think that they can be all tabulated on election night. It might be late election night. Because uh, you'll read in the memo, there were other issues. Uh, you know, the, the scanner of the state provided, it's, uh, I guess, very finicky. But if any ballot with a regular ad edges, it would reject. And that was uh, an issue with the vendor who printed the ballots. So some ballots came without those regular edges when you separated the, I won't go into the details. But, um, but I, I think working with the vendor, we can be provided ballots that don't, don't present those irregular edges so that you can scan ballots very, very quickly. It took hours and hours and hours to not only shave off portions of the ballot to make sure the edges weren't irregular, but then to feed them. That was very, very time consuming. So I don't think we'll have that same issue in November. I think both local boards of elections as well as the state have learned some valuable lessons. Like I said, much was much good was done and much area of needs much. Well, improved. and I'll say this while Miss Martin's here, because she and I and Mr. Samuel Harris met one time before and Commissioner Stevens, but it seems like that is a county office with county employees, 
we are county commissioners. We have to go into that office to fill out paperwork if we choose to campaign or run an election. But we seem to not be welcomed over there sometimes. Maybe that may not be the right word, mm. but we have an issue mm. in that office. Mm. And I'm telling you right now, Miss Martin, because I've told you before and I want it out, that we have an issue right. when the commissioners walk in there, or I don't know about any other elected official, as far as getting our paperwork done, getting it mailed to us, um, you know, just letting us know what we need to do as an elected official. You know, at one time they were letting us go online, and I did it online, but now we have to go back in here and get it done. At one time we couldn't even get anyone in that office to notarize. We definitely got some issues, and I hope we get it corrected. And hopefully the citizens of Liberty County can trust that office and how those ballots are tabulated and that they're tabulated on, uh, uh, you know, the correctly in a timely fashion so that we don't have to wait. Commissioner Thrill? And I hope that y'all can get that corrected. Uh, Commissioner Thrill, let me, let me say something to what you just said. You go in that office, you feel you're not wanted. Yep. And if you do get something notarized, watch out because you will be overcharged. Yeah, they, 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 tra they have charged commissioners for a notary. I will say that repeatedly when we have our board meetings, we have said that the there is no customer service no. in this office. There's no welcoming feeling. You know, there's a yeah. I and I know those frontline people, sometimes they just do them what they're told to do and uh, how they're told to do it. But I hope that we can get that corrected. There, and there are, I should note there are also many good things about the election, and I, I'd right. be remiss if I didn't commend the election workers. As you folks know, in many jurisdictions, election workers, many uh, declined to participate because many were elderly or otherwise at high risk for COVID-19. So many jurisdictions had to consolidate polling places, and you saw in Fulton County and other jurisdictions extremely long lines. And that was due to election workers uh, being unwilling to volunteer due to the COVID crisis. But our, our election workers did not do that, to their credit. Uh, almost without exception, all showed up at the polls to volunteer for in-person voting, notwithstanding that they were elderly or had other medical complications that might put them at higher risk for COVID-19. So they, they should be commended. That's right. Definitely a bright spot. That's uh, definitely. Mr. Chair, I got one more question for Ms. Martin before she will. The other afternoon on that, I guess what you call it, facilitator, was he on a contract basis or did he just volunteer his work? Or what? Who was it? I would like to know if that person is looking for, I would like, like to know if he's looking for money for being a facilitator. How can he facilitate? That was asked me this afternoon, and I, I said I did not know, but when our meeting next Monday comes up. Well, that's what I was saying. That's, that's your board to handle that. Mr. Chairman, I was there, and I just wanted to know. Yes, yeah. Let, at the, let, budget, the, let the board do the what the board's supposed yeah. to do. That's right. Okay. Uh, I'll be there. Okay. All right. I'll be there. Just a caveat there, and Ms. Martin, if there's going to be a quorum of commissioners there, um, we kind of need to try to stay away from that. So just please recognize anytime you invite the whole board, we probably need to know <laughs> so we can notice the news media. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm usually there, Mr. Brown. 
June 22nd. Yeah, I let them. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Right. I'm usually there. I'm just speaking right. for myself. Thank you, Mr. And all I'm saying, obviously, is if four, three or right. Four, three I, I'm of aware of that. Together, I'm aware of that. Don't need to be together in that right. right, right, right. Thank you, Ms. Martin, Mr. McKesson. Thank you, guys, for coming. Once again, thank you for what you do. Uh, mm -hmm. We look for an improved process in November. Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> thank you. All right, Mr. Attorney, Liberty County Monument. Yes, sir. I've, uh, I've handed out a memorandum discussing uh, Georgia law protecting uh, monuments of all kinds, including Confederate uh, monuments. And you can take that and read it at your leisure. I'll be happy to answer your questions or, or go over it in summary fashion if you like. Summary fashion. Um, it's virus beer only because it looks like a virus. This this has been a, a, a recent issue in the county. We discussed we're working with um, several people. So um, I guess let's just take this with us. Okay. If you don't mind, sir. Sure. Um, I don't know, me and Mr. Brown got to have some conversation with some local people too. So we'll we'll just come back. And once you read, if, if any individual commissioner has questions, just give yeah. me a call. Okay. But I, I'll note that you know uh, last year in 2019. Uh, the, the legislature passed Senate Bill 77, which further limited the options of local governments with respect to Confederate monuments. Uh, you had little discretion to begin with, but I think it was an intentional effort on the part of the state legislature to close whatever loopholes existed to, uh, to further constrain uh, your opportunities with respect to Confederate monuments. So even though they might be on your property, you have little ability to control or, or manage the monuments. There are some options which are discussed in the memorandum, but uh, but again, Georgia law is uh, uh, does impose con con considerable restrictions on local government's ability to remove, relocate, conceal, to uh, pretty much uh, affect in any way Confederate monuments. There are some options you can contextualize it and uh, install um, you know, interpretive plaques and things of that sort to provide a, a more fuller narrative, historical narrative, and you can do some other things. But uh, again, your options are, are quite limited. Correct. Okay. All right. Thanks, sir. Thank you. They are. They're discussed in this memo. That's right. And sp right. Specific options, that, you know, with respect to specific monuments, we have a few in, in Liberty County, the most obvious being the Confederate soldier monument at the old courthouse. But uh, Historic again, courthouse. That's right. You'll uh, read it uh, and again. Give me all the questions you might have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Davis. Good to see you. Board appointments. More than ready, Mr. Chairman. More than ready. Oh. More than ready. We have two of them. Not here with, with young Mr. Fraser to show him how it's done. What you First say? Thank you, Ms. Martin and Mr. McKesson. Thank you. Will after I talk with them, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Ready, Mr. Chairman? Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, the, uh, the committee met and uh, we reviewed the applications um, and we are ready to make our board appointments. Uh, you want to do them one at a time? Yes, sir, if you will. Agent services uh, was Doug one position and there was um, one applicant, Mr. Douglas Horn, a good friend of all of ours, and he mm -hmm. wants to be reappointed. I hadn't seen him and in a while. Recommendation of the committee that we reappoint Reverend Douglas Horn. Okay, will one of your um, committee members like to make that? All right. I second it. Motion and second that we have Doug Horn to represent Liberty County and Aging Services Board. Any further discussion? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Mr. Horn's a 
Go ahead, Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Commissioner Gill. Yes, sir. You, you're the brains of this, right, and the 80 followers, right? Well, the spokesperson. <laughs> okay. No, just, just, I'm just curious. Did you have abundances of applications no, on? No, sir. I'm sort of like outside. Go ahead. Did you have abundances of applications on any of these? I'm, I'm just curious to see no. how many people are actually interested in. No. Um, Never going to have. You know. I, I, I see where you headed. <laughs> what we had, Mr. Uh, Mr. Stevens. No name now. No name. No, just <laughs> right here. That, that, those are all the applications. Mm. <laughs> Not, not extra, not, not, not extra. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. Okay. Coastal Regional Commission? Coastal Regional Commission, um, Coastal Regional Commission Council, uh, the two positions, and uh, a unanimous decision, uh, the board is uh, Ms. Shirley Frazier be reappointed, and Pastor Richard Hayes be reappointed. Okay. okay. So move. Is there a second? Motion and second that we have Shirley Frazier and Richard Hayes reappointed to the Coastal Region Commission. Any further discussion? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. They are reappointed. Thank you, sir. Coastal Workforce Development. Coastal Workforce, two positions. Uh, unanimous decision of the board. Uh, recommend that uh, Robert Tucker and Carissa Young be appointed. Two new um, applicants. We uh, vetted the application and um, they were very good candidates, and uh, that's our recommendation. Okay. Is Chair entertain a motion? So move. Second? Second. Okay. Any further discussion? We done. All in favor of those two appointments, please raise your right hands. Mr. Tucker and Ms. Young are appointed. Thank you, sir. Culture and Historic. Culture and Historic. Um, that is the recommendation of the board that we reappoint Mr. Phil Oldham, Ms. Lasiria Lovett, Mr. Jeffrey Porter, Ms. Renee Reese, Ms. Natalie Hines, and our newest member would be Mr. Jason Baker. Okay. So move. Second. Second. Motion second. We have those persons who were just so named to serve us on the Culture and Stewart Committee. Any further discussion on that? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Any opposes? Right. Those persons are appointed. Defects. Defects, uh, unanimous, unanimous decision of the board is that we uh, reappoint Mr. Michael Alamo and that our newest member would be Ronald Roland Van Horn. Is he the principal at Bramble? Is that yeah. the same name? Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. All right. All right. Spreading his wings. Is there a second to that? Second. Motion to second. We have Mr. Alamo, Mr. Van Horn. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. They are appointed. Okay, Georgia Forestry. Mm -hmm. um, reappoint Mr. John Martin. Unanimous decision of the board. Okay, all right. Chair, motion. We reappoint Mr. John Martin. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand. Mr. Martin will serve us on that board. Library. Library board. This is the one that's uh, been known to get people in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut right through it like a hot knife through hot butter. <laughs> uh, Mr. Demetrius uh, like Jefferson, unanimous um, uh, decision uh, from the selection committee that we uh, appoint uh, Mr. Jefferson to the library board. I'd like a motion, Mr. Chairman. Is there a second? Motion and second. We have Mr. Jefferson. Tell me just a little bit about him. 
I don't have his application right here, but we. Uh, Young man? Uh, well, I think he lives in, uh, was it, the, the Flemington area? He lives in the new area of Sydney Court off of. Um, Behind Stacy's back. Oh, back. Okay. Back, back out in okay. there. Okay. Uh, okay. In District right. 4, isn't it? All right. Yeah. Some new blood. All right. Good. Getting involved. Good, good. Yeah. And let me just say something that was Miss May's position. Miss May, mm. of course, came off. And uh, I hope we can, you know, anybody that serves us, mm -hmm. send her a letter thanking her for her service. I think we do that, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think we do that, don't we, Mr. Brown? Okay. Could you do that, Mr. Brown, and have it where all of us can sign? We can do that. We certainly can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We have a motion and a second that we have Mr. Jefferson to serve on the library board. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. The new gentleman will be able to serve. We had two applicants for MU, MCUDA. Yeah, I forgot what the acronym means. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot what it was too, Mr. Chairman. Mid but in how but Unified uh, Development Authority. Mid Coast Unified mm. Development Authority. Mm. Okay. Uh, and we recommend uh, by unanimous decision that you that we reappoint Mr. Ron Tolley. Okay. Is there a motion? So moved, Mr. Second. Second. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand. Mr. Tolley is reappointed. Okay. Public facilities. Public facilities, uh, two positions, two applicants, uh, Mr. James Thomas and Mr. Matthew Cardella, were, uh, we recommend by unanimous decision that we reappoint both of these gentlemen. Make a motion we reappoint Jim Thomas and Matthew Cardella. Is there a second? Second, Mr. Chair. Motion and second. We have Mr. Thomas and Matthew Cardella serving public facilities authority. Any further discussion? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand. They are reappointed. Rec board, um, one position at large, uh, and we, um, by unanimous decision, Mr. Matthew Cardella be reappointed. He's doing a great job on that board. Okay. Is there a motion to that effect? Mr. Chairman, I'll make a motion because I think that is in your behalf. Yes, sir. Second. Right. Thank you, sir. Motion and second. We have Matt Cardella, sir. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand. All right, good job. That was quite easy from watching the way how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Smooth. Right. We, we did the we did the um, gym naming. Broad Bay Park is on here. Okay. Who's presenting on Broad Bay? Another bit some discussion. This, this is a piece of property that Commissioner Stevens reaches out to me one day and says, what about this little plot of land over there? And nobody ever knew we, we really even had it. Uh, but it is ours. It's all from our Bay Park. It's in the Gulf Road down there. Small Lake for track that the history given. Uh, it's Lynn Bryant actually uh, had it built. Stamped on the concrete was 1937. Uh, it was put up. Um, 
Eighties. Eighties. Forty-seven, Joey. That's a long one. When you go back, it was. I might have been with the concrete preserve, Mr. Brown. Well, the concrete, the concrete. Yeah. Mr. Brown is good. That's what I was thinking. He was a settler back then. Yeah. So it might have been nineteen eighty-seven. Somebody missed a three and eight. Well, they might have. That's what I'm thinking. Eighty-seven. When you get it from an angle of all sides there. Yeah. Again, brought y'all to uh, for some discussion right. on if something needed to be done there, what to be done, and some things there. So I'll, I'll leave that with you. Homework done. Uh, Mr. Chair, yeah. just go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my eyes might be getting a little bad, but on that, first of all, that roof is—is is it slant? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And then also, is—is is that stuff grown on top of it? Yeah. It is. Okay. Dilapidated. Yeah, that's that's what I'm about to say. Uh, and then I'm just my opinion. You know, since we're going into hurricane season, uh, either we push it down, or I'm I'm almost certain. I'd say push it down. down. Push uh, it down. Probably take it out. Take it out. I would say not push it down so quickly. It has stood <laughs> other hurricanes. <laughs> when, don't everybody look at me. I'm, I know what I'm, it has stood other hurricanes. If we push it down, then what are we going to put back there? Is it How many acres Briar, is there? Briar Bay Park is right across the street. Right? I know uh -huh. that, but what I'm saying is... I don't know. Is, why wouldn't we put back, I, back there? We, can the I finish? park's right across the road. Can I finish? Can I finish? We, yeah. Can I finish? We hollering everything about push down. One time, we were hollering one time about pushing down the gym behind the complex. In Midway. I don't remember that. I'm, I'm, I remember that. Excuse me, Commissioner Frazier. Can I finish? I remember we said, let's can I finish? him instead of the, the pool. Uh, no, no. Let him finish. Okay. We're hollering <laughs> about, we're taking away something that's in a community that has been there for years. Some people use the Bay Park. Some people use this pavilion also. Now, let's, instead of tearing down everything, let's see what we can do and go back and try to refurbish it. I don't think you can refurbish this. I think you can. This looks like it's got a ton of dirt on it with it, grass growing. Right, uh-huh. It looks rotten. Uh, yeah, See? rotten. My suggestion is tear it down and sell the property. We've got to park across the road. I mean, they have all the facilities they need there. Mm. We ain't got no use for this over here. Let them go across the road. And use those facilities. We we just don't have a purpose for this. Tear it down, sell it to the highest bidder. Doesn't matter what it brings. Let it go, and just because of the community the that it's in is tearing down. Use the park cross. It's in that community. You want to tear it down. They have a, a I, nice what park did I across say? the road. It, because it's in that. Do they not have a in, park across the road? They I'm do have you. a park across the road, but it's, if, if it's in that community, it has been there all that it's time. It's not across the road. It is across the road, Pat. Well, what are you talking about? That community, the park is the community that is in the Afro-American community. Now you oh, want to tear it down? Slamming your hand at me, buddy. Well, I what just I'm did. Saying, is that not in the community? The park? Yes, it is. They use both of them, Pat. Commissioner, they can, I, but I, I if they don't use this, they'll I, go across the road and use those facilities. What I'm saying? Why go through the expense? If you census in that facilities. community, if y'all do what you want to do, census. Yeah, do just remember my do. statement: census in that community. I don't care. Rebuild it, Mayor. And if you can get a contractor, rebuild it. Uh, well, I, 
I'm not saying because it's in that community because I, I have a lot of family who live mm -hmm. over there. What I'm saying is for safety reasons. And, and hey, listen, if you want to, with all the respect, you have money. You, you, you have some money for supplies. I mean. Not for recreation. I, well, I don't have any for recreation No, either. nobody has any for recreation. And I well, need some. I, what I'm saying is for safety reasons. I mean, for safety mm. reasons alone. I mean, something needs well, to be done. Well, that, that's Mr. 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 Stevens, Mr. Chairman, he's saying it could be rebuilt. So I think before we make a rash decision, well, let's get a contractor out and see if we can rebuild it. Then if we can refurbish it and it's be safe. And maybe you may refurbish. have the community down there want to chip in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's refurbish it. What I, I no, before you make that rash decision, tear it down. Miss, Miss, Miss yeah, Chairman. let's look at that. Okay, I Gillard. agree with you. Let's look at that. Commissioner Gillard. Yeah, I, I've. Um, I went down there, and that's when I saw that the Sandy Run Road um, was being paved. I didn't know if uh, the city of Riceboro, I think Mary said the city of Riceboro, but, but I went down there. there. There was no one there, and I went there, and um, that pavilion um, is in pretty bad shape. And then I, I, I got a, a call from um, people that live uh, nearby there, a, a gentleman that lived nearby there. And, um, and I went back there. This past Sunday, and there's a there was an element taking place there that um, that should not be happening on county property. Now we just recently found out I, from talking to Joey that it was county property. I, I think you know we found out it was there and it was kind of like a hangout. But but when I went by there the other day, the things that's taking place on county property should not be taking place. And, and that's what was happening there. But that, that um, pavilion, if that's what we want to call it, is in terrible shape. Uh, that entire lot is in bad shape. And I think it, it needs to be cleaned up. And as I think uh, maybe Commissioner Bourne just said, that you know, if, if we don't have any need for it, that we, we can sell it uh, to the highest bidder. But um, there's a park right across the street at another corner. And you know, I, I don't think that, um, that we can afford to have a park on every corner. Um, and you know, have one in close proximity to Bride Bay Park, and then to have that one, I, I, just, um, I just don't see the need for it, man. I mean, that's, that would be extra maintenance. And if it's a park, instead of a hangout, if it's a park, then people uh, that go there, wh where do you go to, to um, to sign up for it. I mean, there's there's no running water there. Mm. I don't know where the people that hang out there, I don't know where they use the bathroom. I mean, it, it's just it's, it's, it's just not something that um, that's representative of the county. When I, like I said, I went down there, I think it might've been election day, I was riding around. And then, then I went back this past Sunday and it was a big crowd up under there. And um, you know, you can imagine what's taking place, but that um, that's not, uh, representative of, of Liberty County that that's that site is not mm. well it was a place it was this was a name of Liberty County for I don't know how many years as a Liberty County recreation park I tried to get it recognized a while back nothing happened so if you got property out there that we own and it's being neglect this is what you get. Now it's being recognized. 
That's what I'm saying. This is my first time hearing it. Well, okay. nobody listened to me up here in what I said. I mean, Go back to several other meetings last year, and I asked about that place. Well said, well said Mr. Gillard. Well said. I, okay. I've been on the liaison with the rec department, and it came to my knowledge right after the pandemic. And I've never heard of it. Now, I knew where the building was at because... They used to distribute food stamps there and back up at Steve Walter's mm -hmm. store. So I'm, I knew where the piece of property was at, but it has never, ever entered my mind, and I don't believe anybody on the rec department knew that it was in the inventory of the recreation, okay? I, Nobody knew nothing about that, or it wouldn't look like that. It was mentioned I up here. You, do what? It was mentioned up here. I did. Well, it might have been mentioned, but I mean, I, it wasn't mentioned to me, or I'd have addressed it, but I'm just going to say that I went down there just on my own to look at it, and there was some folks underneath there, and they were, a, there's a sign that you can't see that says no drinking, no loitering, and there was people doing that. Now, that's not representing Liberty County, and mm -hmm. it's not something that I know you would want in the first district. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say that if it does Joey, if it is in the inventory of the county, we need to go down there and before somebody gets underneath it and the top falls on, that's what I'm saying. And we get sued. Let's get it tore down, clear it up, and if you've got money or get the community involved, then we can build a decent structure down there that's going to have bathrooms, that's going to have electricity. Uh, what I saw up there was some type of a solar light that's sitting up in there that stayed on. And it could have been running an extension cord that would have burned down. I don't, I don't have any idea. Uh, there was a couple of pit bulls down there in that area. But let's just do the right thing and let's go there and clean it up. But, Joey, you can send Clint down there with a, I imagine, one roll-on, roll-off and clear it up and sweep it out and then make a decision. If it needs to be sold, then... It'll be up to the board. If the property is sold down in that district, then maybe there'll be some funds coming back that you can spend the money across the road at the at the other part. But I understand we're going to build a brand new uh, building down there that we've all talked about. That I mean, you're a part of Commissioner uh, Stevens, the, uh, the the old school down there, the Head Start. Head Start. Mm -hmm. Have that in that community. And this is something right here that um, I wouldn't want it in my community, and I, I just don't, I mean, there may have been different things happening when you were there, but what I saw, I, I don't believe you would have appreciated it. So, uh, you know, we do whatever, but my suggestion is let's get it off the inventory or let's get it tore down and do whatever. They don't need to stand up. Well, I, I, I saw it as when I was down there Sunday, it was more of a hangout. Well, as as opposed mm -hmm. to a park. They do that at hunting clubs, but I mean, we don't need that on county property. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've already seen the pictures of people hanging out at Miller Park, and we're trying to get that corrected. But I mean, that that right there is um, is the mm -hmm. stopping point of um, some things and the starting point of others. So. There's no bathrooms there. There's no. No, there's, Just that, kind of there's no shelter. bathroom there. No water. They no. say. And see, and, and that's that's Nothing. what I'm, I'm trying. Well, what to I'm. Check. Did y'all understand what I'm saying? It's been on the books as Liberty County Recreation property for years. For years. I'm not even arguing that point. Okay. Because I mean, I think everyone up here. 
We understand that. But I'm saying, I don't remember this ever being mentioned. Yeah, look like and, that. And what I'm saying is, that right there, and, and, and I heard what you said about it being in an African-American. Let's do something with it. Clean it up. I want it better. Yeah. Because I of the same reason be why better. you're saying yeah. that we're against it, that's the reason why I want something better. Yeah. I don't because want to build that something that just going to be hanging around there and doing unforeseen my, things I now. My, 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 well, a lot of people out there actually didn't know who it belongs to. Unmentionable things are happening here. I, I don't, don't need us spending money as taxpayers yeah. building something where they can just hang out and do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not right, Mary. But it's, it's, Mr. Chairman, I'll, I'll say this. We need a stop sign on every corner, but we don't need a park on every corner. Mm -hmm. No. You're no, no, they would have looked right. at that you before they built Bar Bay across the street. Mr. Wallen mentioned we're going to make some improvements. Has over the there. Recreation Board made a, made a recommendation? Uh, they knew nothing about it. Oh. I mean, it's just, I, I learned about it during the pandemic, and I have not been to a board meeting other than we talked on the telephone. But, I mean, uh, I guarantee Jimmy Martin didn't know nothing about it. I think it was from the email traffic. I think traffic, Jimmy I mean, did From, from the email traffic, it looked like it was news to about to the majority of us. Yeah. I didn't know we owned it. Yeah. Mm -mm. yeah. Uh, so, I, yes, sir. Y'all did it. Can we move forward? I I'd like to make a motion that we that we clean the lot. I second it. Yeah. Let's get clean. I mean, we all in agreement to that. Clean it up. Let's get it cleaned up. And, and get it to where we, we need see what we've got. Then maybe make it into something that's. Well, I, I think we need to clean it up, and then then we can decide. Now, you know, we funds. Not a part. We, we don't. We, we it's don't, limited. We, 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 yeah, yeah, we got limited funds, and, and uh, we don't need yeah. a playground yeah. across the street from yeah. another playground. Yeah. I mean, right. where, where do you stop? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you 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 got a, you got a baseball field. You got a nice pavilion. You got a, a playground structure. I think it's even basketball on one corner, mm -hmm. and then you're going to build a another what on the other yeah. corner. Yeah, they would look. I mean, what, what would you put there that's not already at, at the others at the other uh, corner? Yeah. yeah. What 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 would you put there? Yeah. yeah. All our county parks. Unless they didn't got, know. Got, got a pavilion, uh, yeah. a baseball field, nice. something for the young, old. Uh, I mean, unless they didn't Bathroom. unless they didn't know we owned it. Sanitary. All right. All right. So, so, so that's it. Meeting adjourned. Hold on. We hadn't voted yet. So that was a motion to. The motion, motion. motion was to clean it up. I, yep. And I have a question. What does that mean? That's kind of so, <laughs> yeah. so as far as cleaning it up, we'll Down to engage. the ground. I bring it down. I would say bring. So well, that's not my just, motion. I just need to know we're going to clean the lot and we're just going to take down the, the shelter but leave the concrete for right now. Correct? I would think. Do you make a decision on what? I, to do? I think no, so. Go ahead. I mean, no, no. I do think so. What you think no, is? No, 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 no. Don't do that. No, I'm not angry. I'm not angry, Commissioner Frazier. I'm just saying, do what you. You're all wrong. There's no reason to be angry. What I'm. I'm not angry. What? 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 I mean, you sound a little. No, 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 no. I'm not. First of all, let me say to everybody. I'm not angry. I'm just saying, vote your own conviction. I understand, but what I'm saying is, this is in your district. And I, know and I said what I wanted to say. So what, what I'm saying is, what are you suggesting that we do now? What's your suggestion? What I said is, it's null and void. So if we want to vote, vote your conviction and we're happy. I'm That's happy. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you. We have a motion what, what do you suggest we do with this? 
Hey, I say clean it up. Clean up how? I got it. Clean up a rocket. Let's look at it. We, we know what the top look like. Everything right there right now, right? We know what it looks like. Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming you're saying clean it up. That, let me say something. Evaluate the that, structure to see how safe it is. I, I guess that's, that. That structure right there has with, have I, sustained many a hurricane. I know I wouldn't be under it. I know it. That's just me. But I'm just saying. I'm no. Hey, I, now. I love my all right. I wouldn't be there because I'll be someplace right. else. But what I'm saying we, is <laughs> that structure if, right there has with. If, if, yeah. I, if I can make a, 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 a motion. motion. Go ahead. This, this would be my motion. My motion. Mr. Chairman and, and, and commissioners, is that we clear the lot of everything. That we clear it because if you leave that slab, they're gonna, um, yeah. chairs are gonna come back over there and people are gonna still hang out. I'm talking about clear of everything except for the trees, tear the slab up, haul everything off, plant grass on it, put up signs, no trespassing, no loitering. Now, Commissioner it, it, it won't get no more clear than that. This is county property. No, this is county property, and, and no one needs to be going yeah. over Wait a minute now. Hold on. Commissioner Gilder, I understand what you're saying. But you see right there where that tree is at? Mm -hmm. That's as far as that property comes. Okay. It, it, from that tree back up to that, to that store, to that little store, or uh, whatever the back of that is. What, 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 what I'm talking about, I'm talking about clean up the four corners of the property that belongs to the county. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. right. Every inch of the county property, clean it down to the ground, get one of them winding things and put some grass seed in it, and, and Clinton could cut it every now and then. Now, do we have to... That's a pretty good long motion, but I'll second it. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if we've already got a second on the other one. Do we know? I think he that one overrides the He withdrew his motion. He withdrew it, yeah. All right. No more discussion. All in favor of the motion to present, raise your right hand, please. All right. All opposed. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. Let him clean it out. All I'm doing is just voicing my opinion. If you can't force your opinion, and somebody well, thinks somebody I hope nobody climbs what? under it tonight and it falls on top of them. Yeah. All we did, everybody voiced their opinion. That's all we did. That's it. That's it. Okay. And respectfully. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Anything good for the order, Mr. Brown? Oh, no, sir. That's everything. Yeah. And I'm just saying what I wanted to say. Chair, take the motion to adjourn. Come move. Check it. I, I don't want to say, but the meeting over. But I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I hope the pandemic never comes back. The